I sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends had left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for rhyme or Live. It's 10 Drink Minimum. It's the last party of the weekend. We're kind of back on Facebook a little bit, right? Kind of, I guess. Oh. I don't know. Let's bring everybody in. <laughs> so I'm here, and then we have Holly Ann is with us. <laughs> oh, uh, hold on. Oh, is it still muted? Uh, you're muted on your side, yeah. Not on my side. Hold on. Oh. Okay. There you go. There you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not great at technology right now. My brain doesn't work. So, hello, everybody. Hello. You have mommy brain. Yeah. I do have mommy brain really bad. Yeah. And then <laughs> we have back with us Sarah Kennedy. Hey, how's it going? I'm so excited to see you, Holly. I know. <laughs> And then we have James Smiley. As always, I am here. <laughs> Vampiring. It's bright in here, okay? Yeah. I don't really think it's bright in here. It's just weird. Do you think it's bright in here? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Let me share this to the page as well. So we're bypassing Facebook's bullshit. We're using Smiley's Facebook page account. It's right because all my posts are very vanilla. I never get in trouble. They probably are. They are. I believe it 100% of I, I say all my messed up stuff in person. Yeah. I want to start the show. I, I realized like we had the big like a 15-year anniversary show, and like I didn't give shout-outs to the people I probably should have. So I'm drinking the, the Teller Lemonade Vodka Cocktail made by uh, Safe House Distilling. Safe House sponsored the event. They did all kinds of stuff for us. And so I'm drinking this ready-to-drink which is 9% alcohol. God, it's so exciting that we got it out. I've, I've been wanting, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Blueberry lavender. Oh, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. It says lemonade on it, though. Well, it is a lemonade, but it's oh. blueberry lavender lemonade. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I can't read up close. My glasses are for far away, Smiley. They're for far away, man. <laughs> oh. um, Mine just keep the light out of my eyes so I can then, see. I want to give a big shout out to a good sign. Who likes you know that you see the signage behind me, and if you look behind uh, Smiley, there's what there's kind of a big sign behind right behind his head, mm -hmm. right behind his big cranium. So yeah, so Sarah, welcome back. Thanks Sorry, for me. this is probably not going to be a happy show. Oh really? Oh. We got sad stuff. It's not sad. Oh well, there's some sad stuff. Yeah, right away, right away. Should I take my glasses off? I know. Dude, Sombra. I grew up. I grew up in the '80s and '90s, and like. One of my favorite shows growing up was Night, Night Court. Court. And a couple months ago, we lost Mac. And then, you know, uh, what was his name? Uh, something Robinson. I think it was like Mac. It was like Mac Robinson, like his real name. But like Marky Post died yesterday. Oh, no. At 70 years old. Yeah, Marky Post Gosh, died. I can't believe she was 70. That's 
that's wild. Mm. I had a crush on her when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally, right? Like, you know, you were like always like, Christine and Judge Stone need to hook up. <laughs> they need to get together. And it was really sad. It was a sad thing, you know? And then uh, the guy from The Whitest Kids You Know died. Yeah. Trevor, mm-hmm. uh, what was his name? Um, he was my favorite guy from that. Trevor Moore. He passed away like some accident. Yeah, that's all they say that's, so far. Yeah. Did you see that, Holly? I did. Yeah. I don't know. And they're being so vague about it. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm going to turn her mic up a little bit. Oh, thank you. Yeah, there we go. Talk again. Oh, can you hear me better now? Whoa, yeah. stop yelling at us. What the <laughs> fuck is your problem? No, I'm just kidding. No, I no. am so quiet all the time that I think I forgot how to actually talk because I don't want to wake the baby up. So we oh, just oh. basically whisper in my house right now. Oh, wow. So that's what they say. Whisper when the baby sleeps. Right. That's what, yeah. <laughs> Except for me, I'm like, check out this toy. <laughs> so as usual, Albuquerque is the uh, kid around the campfire that can't get away from the smoke. Everything's closed today. I tried to get a differential. Is that why it's closed? Because of the smoke? Yeah. Really? It, yeah, wow. It's bad out there today. It's like super smoky from like the California fire. Because every fire, yeah. California, Australia, or Australia Arizona, <laughs> Arizona, Utah, Texas, it. Las Cruces. If it's on fire, it all comes to Albuquerque. It's like, mm-hmm. you know. I, guess I felt bad for Danny today because she thought it was going to rain because she oh. thought it was like cloudy. And mm-hmm. she loves rain. So yeah. I had to like explain to her what happened. I would have been like, it's going to rain blood. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she starts kindergarten tomorrow, so I'm trying really hard. I was trying really hard today to not teach her anything new that could traumatize other children. Oh, yeah. Like, like, hey, uh, happy first day. Don't pee your pants. You know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you guys have all met Danny. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no telling what that child is going to do. Jason has been saying, suck it, Barbara, lately. Oh no! And we're really, really afraid that because the other day she told us to suck it. So oh no! Oh, and she she didn't know. She like didn't know it was like a bad thing. So Generation X like crotch chop. Yeah, full NWO. Yeah, suck it. (sighs) You have to know before she goes to school. Yeah, (laughs) and they'll be all, um, Holly, Jason, can you guys come in for a meeting? She learned that from TV. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like we're gonna get called in a lot because she is who that girl. Oh man. She's like the founding <laughs> member of my fan club. She's a firecracker. She that's putting it lightly. Yes, she's, she's a, a forest fire. <laughs> and now we see it in Albuquerque because we collect all the smoke. <laughs> Once again. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> My friend was like, I feel like I'm smoking when I run. I was like, hmm, that's a, come to Albuquerque where it feels like you're smoking when you're out jogging. Yeah, right. I feel like we need that ad right now. <laughs> That'll come in handy later on when people oh, are like liking yeah. us too much. The, well, I had three different, I've, I've talked to three different realtors and every single one of them is like, the gentrification is coming. Oh, like oh, it's, the places on my block finally sold. Oh, well. You're gonna you're gonna be moving soon, probably. Then, <laughs> well, no, I just signed a. I'm um, halfway through a year lease. How do you like trailer parks? No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm joking. 
Traditionally, so, that's impossible where I to like insure. Frankly, for, uh, <laughs> I, I have a fun story for people who who think that they want to move here. Uh, this was Wednesday night. I just laid down to sleep when I heard the first of about 35 different uh, shots. Uh, so there's two houses next to me and then there's a parking lot. So apparently the police were in the parking lot firing at an individual and he was like, oh, all right, well, I guess I'll fire back at you. Oh. And so like, they were just literally having a firefight back and forth, two houses down. So I lay down on the floor and I've gotten so much grief from people. They're like, why did you lay down on the floor? I'm like, because I didn't want a bullet to go through my house and hit me in the face. Right. We've all seen that corn video. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was, and, when I worked at the Blackbird, I get shit for that. There'd be gunshots outside and I'd be on, in the middle of my shift yeah. and I hit the floor and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't want to get hit by bullets. Yeah. This is why, why aren't you doing why, this? Yeah. That's perfect. That corn video. That's, <laughs> that, that's a good one. But like, of corn, I watched that Woodstock 99, and that guy looks really old now. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What did you think of that Woodstock 99 uh, uh, documentary? Oh, my God. It's fucking crazy. Um, like, like, it brought back like memories, and then I remembered so many lyrics. That was, first of all, I felt oh. really old. Um, because I also missed some of the fashion choices people were making. Oh, yeah. um, but I mean, it was mind blowing on a number of levels. Like, well, I how like, do I feel like the main? What just happened? Oh, sorry. I, I, feel like, oh. I feel like the main fashion choice of that documentary were like a man wearing like different colors, like too short of shorts mm -hmm. with like a a what do you call that uh, like the shirt with no sleeves the but it's like really low those are called wife beaters well, not a wife beater <laughs> but like the it's like a sleeveless t-shirt sleeveless t-shirt but like but it's like okay yeah. low and then like a backwards hat on mm -hmm. like that was like mm -hmm. the main fashion for that whole thing <laughs> yeah um I I had a I had a lot of reactions to that documentary, but they're like the sexual harassment, like if the offspring oh, is calling you out for sexual harassment, like reevaluate <laughs> your life. When the offspring is had enough, like <laughs> wow. That's that's a little much. Well, yeah, that's who it was. It was like the lead singer from the offspring. He's like, uh, you're groping the women way too much. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is gross and disgusting. And <laughs> and there's an unacceptable level. <laughs> he's all, then he's all, if, if a woman is being is crowd surfing, leave her alone. But if a, if a man's crowd surfing, grab it by the balls or some <laughs> shit like that. He says something like I was that. Like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hamster and I were literally watching this just like, and Danny's never leaving the house <laughs> when she's older. That's not going to happen. And then, you know, it got, we got into like this. Oh, and the guy who ran the whole thing, the promoter guy. Oh, yeah. When he victim shamed and was like, well, those girls shouldn't have been. I'm like, no, a girl can walk in front of you with her tits hanging out and a man should control himself. Period. End of story. And and they were walking around with their tits. They were doing that. There was they a, were. Lot of, a lot of nudity in that documentary. I'm like, wow. But I mean, you know, that, that was if that's what was going on. But that's the original guy from Woodstock. That's the dude who did the original Woodstock. And like, 94. And 94. And then 94. And but um yeah, it was there was a lot. And then like I had never thought about like the societal impact that Girls Gone Wild had had. Oh, oh yeah. I I watched that, yeah. That. You watched and Girls like, Gone Wild? 
No, I oh. have never watched Girls Gone Wild, Christopher. I couldn't afford that. My girl's tame. <laughs> yeah, no, well, you're like, whoa. It starts getting wild. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The camera's down. Yeah. Guys, that's expensive. Yeah, she's right. It's uh, not worth a free hat. Worth a free... <laughs> it was like a free that's... hat or a free shirt or something. Yeah, they would just be like, hop on the bus. I... And it's not even a good hat, guys. It's not even I, a good hat. I once saw... I was driving over in the North Valley and there's that John Brooks over there mm -hmm. and across the street, there's a bar, like a biker bar. Oh yeah. Leo's Leo. And the girls gone wild bus was there one time. And I was, no. I was like, what is going on there? Like, what are they? What is I think you know what's going on there. <laughs> well, Leo, Leo's going to drive them home. <laughs> Leo's going to drive. They're like the bus broke down. This place looks all right. But, you know. But like, it I mean, kind of, oh, go ahead. Uh, but now I'm so glad that now, like, things like Girls Gone Wild that like exploits women is kind of going to be out of business because we got OnlyFans and things like that, where right. women get to kind of control what happens and they do things for more than a shitty hat. Oh, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I thought Joe Francis seemed like a you know reputable <laughs> guy. I mean, he's in prison well, now, I mean, but he was. They're filming in places like Leo's. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't. Yeah, they couldn't go to like Mike's bar in the South Valley. <laughs> it's like, oh, but that you're right. It's it's an interesting documentary. I totally enjoyed it. it. You know, but like, but enjoyed it in the way that I got like mad. I was like, uh, and then the amount of trash. Yeah, like, it was crazy. like people couldn't walk without stepping on trash. There wasn't enough and facilities of any type. No, no. And it then when those people were knocking down the wall, I got. So bad, like an old lady, just like that is so just disgusting. These that's what set me over the edge was when they knocked over the art wall. Oh yeah. Mm. They took that's pride. what did they it took for pride. Me. They took pride in knocking the fucking art wall down. <laughs> like pieces of shit. And it was just like, yeah, it was just like this like 20-something white male fraternity jackass. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was one of those people at one time, <laughs> but you know. But I feel like you weren't like, so I would like to find somebody who was like really aggro like that. And just like, I really want to know why they were so aggro. Like what made them so mad? Well, it was like that, that time period. Like you, you watched, I mean, you know, Limp Biscuit was like, you know, I did it all for the nookie and then like break stuff was yeah. the song. Yeah. And that's when they were like, I just want to break some stuff. You know, like, you, <laughs> that's, like, great right? that's really good. Wow. And, uh, it actually sounded just like that. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> right. And then, um, you know, you, you have the Girls Gone Wild stuff. I had forgotten about all that stuff. And I mean, it is that time period where like when you were in when I was in college, like I was in college during that time. And you were just inundated like late at night on MTV with the girls gone wild video, like the, the you know, the yeah. commercials. It was on every channel. Uh, on every channel. You like you like and PBS and then just girls gone wild yeah. videos. And like oh, and God you know, and the music was pretty angry at that time. It was yeah. like, you know, I, I mean that's kind of a really that's a really big cop out, but like yeah, like that show they did put together, but it, it is funny because we went through the list last week of the people mm -hmm. there. And it wasn't yeah. as angry as they made it seem. No, because I remember um, the real stuff started, like the fire started yeah. during like Red Hot Chili Peppers or yeah. whatever. And right. it's like, okay, uh, can we take a break? <laughs> uh, right. Not, I wouldn't say they were an angry band at all. No. They're so no. chill, man. Right. But I mean, and then you had to feel bad for like Jewel and <laughs> yeah. Cheryl Crow. Like, I love them. 
and Alanis, they were like, like what are we Counting even Crows? I mean, Mr. Right. Mr. Jones and me, you know. And then Moby was just like, <laughs> Moby, Moby's like, let's get the fuck out of here. See, yeah. that He's that. like, I'm not. Anybody who questions this, I did date. Uh, <laughs> God, that joke would have been so funny if I yeah. remembered her name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. he say Natalie, it? He, Natalie. Natalie Imbruglia? No, he Natalie did. Merchant? It's the girl from, no, it's an actress lady. She's very oh. famous. She looks exactly like Kira Knightley. Why can't I even think of her name um, right now? This is the worst time to blank on it. Natalie Portman. Portman. That's the one. He always yeah. says he dated Natalie Portman. And she's like, no. Oh, wow. Oh, that's sad. Poor Moby. That's what happens with vegan brains. <laughs> <laughs> they get they all crazy. They just make things up. I had not heard that he said that. That's crazy. Know. Interesting. And then Nets. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, Moby. Talking about the creepiness of the people at well, with Stock okay. 99 and then you're making up you dated somebody. Let's also talk about the music, the bands that weren't there. Like, that was like a time when Eminem was out, and you talk right. about like misogynistic, like angry, like music, mm-hmm. like fucking right. Eminem was like all over, like everywhere, every party I went to, Eminem, mm-hmm. like everyone yeah. was like you know playing or. And he was TRL to the nth degree. Yeah. Like that was. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. So even Eminem didn't go to it. Right. Yeah. And Obi <laughs> pulls out after the first day. He's all never mind. And Obi's <laughs> like, I don't, I don't like this scene at all. <laughs> Well, they, they did it uh, like a, a, a an old Air Force base, and it was like all asphalt and concrete. I know. And there was like shit everywhere, and I don't mean like, you know, I mean in a literal sense. There was mm-hmm. literally shit everywhere. People and people were rolling in it because they thought it was mud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how do you not know? How do you yeah, not know? When you put water on the asphalt, <laughs> it doesn't turn into mud. Right. <laughs> right. And then apparently somebody did it all for the nookie, apparently. I heard that, I heard that rumor. Entirely? Entirely. Wow. That's just sad. Wow. That must be some good nookie. And then Holly Ann and I were like talking about this the other day. Like she was like, I miss like, you know, MTV having like TRL live. And she's like, don't you miss it? And I was like, yeah, I didn't really like the boy bands and the. I said I I felt like teenagers nowadays are like deprived without TRL. That's fair. And Carson Daly. They have they have plenty of Carson oh. Daly if they want it. No, no, no. That's around. Did you not see like how they treated Carson Daly when they were there? They threw shit at him and they like booed him off the stage <laughs> because it broke my heart. They said that like they, they were saying that people were upset that he was like ruining music. <laughs> yes, because hosts are ob- obviously the, the people too. Oh, well, did you ever see? That. Okay, did you ever see the interview between Carson Daly and Prince? <laughs> it's pretty amazing. No. Uh, he was like Ty, he like because like I guess he like idolized Prince, and Prince came on and like you know basically like shit on him and said that he was like the curator of disposable music. Oh my god! <laughs> he was just doing his job. Poor Carson Daly, hey, and he came up the radio, so like he kind of knew he knows music. He yeah, just... I was more of a hundred and twenty minutes kind of person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Penfield is all. This next band, the Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> from, uh, what can I say? What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, so, I, I enjoyed watching that two hours so I could listen to two songs that I liked. Right. <laughs> you waiting for it? Come on, the new garbage single or cranberries. Come on, something. Uh, cranberries yeah. and garbage and uh, yeah. oh man, I remember when like garbage. There was one summer garbage exploded. The band. Let's <laughs> uh, talk ninety nine. Let's garbage. <laughs> it was a melee. No, that song uh, I don't want to grow up for mm-hmm. like the the 
uh, Adam Sandler movie. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there was that song and then that Lynn song. Yeah. And that was I like, heard them live with no doubt. And I, I, that was like the happiest day of my entire life. And then I, I that's also where I discovered the distillers. Ooh. Wow. So you miss no and doubt. Do you not listen to 104.1 The Edge? They're on like all day, like all the time. <laughs> oh, are they? I like so I used to love Gwen Stefani until I went to a No Doubt concert and discovered oh. the Distillers and Brody Dale walked out on stage and was like I'm on my rag this is gonna be fun and ripped out some hair She'll from her that. head that's a Brody. and immediately <laughs> yeah and immediately I was like oh my god I love her the nice. Feruza bulk and- of music that's what she jeez <laughs> <Yeah. Jeez. laughs> what, what was the band was it. Uh- Mazzy Star or whatever they were, she was. They were playing oh. in, like, in like England, and the the band like the crowd got out of hand. L seven, L was L seven, yeah, and she's yeah, like, yeah. "Suck my bloody tampon," and she pulled it out and threw it in the crowd. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes when I have a really bad crowd that I'm and I'm on my period, I'm tempted to do that as well. So. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I ever would, but <laughs> I get it. I hear you. I hear you. Com- comedy crowds can't move out of the way very quickly either. They're just seated. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, what just happened? Oh, is that- just lands on their table. I was at Chuckles the other night. You got to check this out. It's fucking white. on us. From the state. Prop comedy. God. <laughs> yeah. She's like, the, she's like the new carrot top. <laughs> so, Sarah, um, I have to ask, like, what is it like living where you live, like when First Friday happens? Like, well, I think this is like our fourth yeah. art walk that we've been part of, and I don't even call it that. Anymore. I know, I know, it's not really even really that. But um, my, you know, the first couple ones, Kelly worked at Safe House, so like I didn't go downstairs or anything. I just like made sure she had to work okay, <laughs> and then was like, "Good luck to you." And then she came <laughs> up, she'd be like, "Never again, never." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, one week, one one of them was Kyle Kinane, and so I wasn't there. We were we were down the street at the Cosmos, and then um, I skipped For the best night of our lives. Yeah, it was so fun. And then we skipped one because I just we just didn't go downstairs. We did something else. And then last night or last Friday, I did go down because I my aunt's in town, and my mom is like desperate to show her founders. Oh yeah, nice. and so we took her down there and got her a mocktail and like treated her to some a nice time. And then we came back up, and it was like, "Ooh, it's very busy." And so we just went up and kind of watched it from our window. Okay. There was like a fire spinner and like. People oh really? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of gonna eat a little bit of crow here, <laughs> so like I you know, but not totally, yeah. not totally. So like I complained a lot about how like the day after there's so much oh. fucking trash, mm-hmm. and there is like mm-hmm. there is. So Saturday, I go yesterday, I get out and I'm like going to get uh, a coffee. And I'm like, oh, well, let's go see the damages of downtown. <laughs> Where'd you go? Did you go to? Uh, Slow burn. Slow burn, yeah. And so I'm driving back. And, of course, the trash can in front of, like, El Rey and all that is overflowing mm-hmm. into the street. Drive down. That trash can is overflowing the street. Drive down farther. That trash can is overflowing the street. And I'm disgusted. I turn on 4th, and there's the city cleaning up. Yeah, they were just – they were really on it. They we were on the it. the growers market. Yeah. And on our way back, we were like, wow, they're really, like – They were. But it's, like – like I'm, I'm very glad that they did that, but do it while it's happening. Yeah, set out some more. You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why they can't. If they had know? a trash can at every spot where they put a sign that said the street is closed, yeah. that would actually probably help out a lot. And it's yeah. on their route. Yeah, they'd have to pick those up. And, and, uh, and, and once again, I heard the 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 
pseudo rule that the cops are allowing people to walk around and drink inside the barriers. I, this rumor. What is this? this what? Is and, yeah. And this is how this is what I heard this time. So one of my friends uh, blows glass on Fourth Street. Mm. Uh, glass is this guy that's not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, he's, he's, a, he's a glass blower and he's on Fourth Street. And like the cops were there and people were walking around with drinks. Mm-hmm. And then someone walked past the barrier and the cop came over and was like, no, go back over on the other side. Okay. So, so, I mean, okay, that tells you right there. I, I might yeah. want to try it. I know. So I mean, they- I'm tempted, but I'm also scared to like get arrested. Yeah. And is it only then fri- the first Friday or is it going to be every time that they've got barriers? I don't know. Because uh, now, uh, right now, it's doing that. There's barriers right now, yeah. That's a good question, Sarah. That's a very good question. And I'm like, here's my problem with it. Is it just like a, a thing that they like told the cops? Like they like, you know, they have that, they have their little meeting and they're like, oh, if we're having first Fridays, we, you know, we can't be arresting every single person with alcohol out, mm-hmm. you know, just let it go. And if so, like, I mean, are they afraid to say that? Because then they'll be insane. Mm-hmm. Or, mm. you know, and if that's it, or just, just say, hey, this is what we're doing and, and we're going to block it off. And if you walk outside, you're going to get ticketed. You know, because mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. I don't understand what the fuck the problem would be if you do it. Well, see, then, yeah, because then Teller could make like yard drinks that everybody yeah. could like. <laughs> yes, out of yard drinks. Drink. <laughs> look at you. Yeah. Or like all the bars, not all the bars, but I mean, safe house, whatever. They take this idea and run with it. Inside Out had those like Capri Sun packets. Yeah. I mean. And what if, what if like they did something like that and then. You can walk around with your little Capri Sun thing. Yeah, I'm I mean, saying I, I I'm I'm also saying a lot of moms would probably buy those um, to drink at parks with their children. So mm-hmm. I'm saying let's just if we're gonna do it, let's just go let's full. Let's just go full Fremont. Mm-hmm. Let's have a goddamn zip. Let's just close <laughs> off Central from yeah. from Eighth Street from the roundabout. Well, Seventh Street from Seventh Street to to Second. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't drive down there anymore, and it's just Fremont, and there's zip lines flying over top, and <laughs> there's just a bar. Sister Bar will build a bar outside on the street. Um, Anadyne will have a roller coaster. Yeah, Anadyne will, have, Anadyne will have a water slide into a pool. Yeah. Um, you know, every block there'll be a stage where a band is playing. And let's, if we're going to do it, just let's just do it, you know? Yeah. Where, do the, where do the cruisers go? I don't know. Say, they're all they're on gold now. I know yeah, they do yeah. that as soon as it's like eight o'clock. They yeah. just scooch one over. Which is, you know, I mean, times change, things mm-hmm. change. So if we're just gonna full on do it, let's just do it. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to ask you guys. So like, I'm sitting here like talking to these realtors, and they're like, "Well, the gentrification's coming." So now I'm just like, you know what, Chris, you just can't fight anymore. I mean, you, there's mm-hmm. nothing you can do about it. So what? What? Let's just soften the blow for me. What do I expect here? What's gonna happen? I mean, I expect a. Uh, Capos to be a Starbucks at soon. It's already the tapas place. They have new signage well, up. Well, okay. You got- <laughs> well, you know, uh, whatever. There's going to be a Starbucks where the park is. You know, <laughs> where, what what else? What else is coming? What else? Gentrification is coming. Um, that I need to prepare for. I need to know. The park across the street is actually going to turn into like a Walmart or something. Okay, for well, a Walmart. A Walmart. We got to have a Walmart. We got to have a Walmart neighborhood. Here's what oh, I want to say. Store. One thing that, yeah, we could stand to have like a Walgreens stand. Yeah. Like it would be nice to have a bodega, like just a regular bodega that has like regular stuff in it that you can get behind the counter. Yeah. We like, don't, we don't have, have that 7 Eleven anymore. We they don't. On fourth. They right. closed it. And I was like, well, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there, that's completely closed mm-hmm. now? Yeah. There's, there's no, there is no place to get cigarettes downtown except for a smoke shop yeah. that is sometimes open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. 
Well, the C, you're going to be wrong about that because we have a Walgreens in Old Town, so we'd have it'd have to be a CVS. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and it would be right next door to the Walgreens. So, okay, so CVS or Walgreens downtown, bodega yeah. style, small. Maybe a Target. A Target would be oh, good. A target, there was a couple Targets in New York that mm. were like um, two stories. So yeah, they were yeah. like, kind of like the one yeah. in uptown. Well, we'll, not, one well then, then next to it, the Staples, two story. Yeah, yeah. Got to have that as well. Shop at Staples anymore? I don't know. Fuck, I don't. I, I'm, that's what I'm asking. What am I? What, what I'm, I'm, I'm getting prepared for the staples and Nob Hill close. We can't, so. we can't yeah. have any, uh, any uh, pharmacies or drugstores downtown because there's too many churches. Uh, what? I, I don't know. They, <laughs> is that a law in Albuquerque? Yeah, interesting. I didn't know that. And there's like three churches downtown. There's, mm. there's no place that would be cool. It'd have to be outside of downtown to sell mm. drugs. Mm. Wow, interesting. Really? No, there's a drugstore downtown. Where? Uh, next to Silver Market. There's a pharmacy there? Yep. Wow. That's like three blocks away from it church. It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's a Silver Silver Market on the corner. Mm-hmm. Holmes Pizza is on the uh, other corner. And then mm-hmm. two uh, bi- businesses down from Holmes Pizza is a pharmacy. Oh, great. And when you walk in there, they're like, they like stare at you like, How did you find us? Why, <laughs> why are you in here? Yeah. And I was like, I want to get this deodorant. And they were like, like you're gonna rob us? You're gonna kill us? Like I was like, no, I just want to get this deodorant. That, you know. Well, then they'd have to get a discomposition from uh, the neighborhood association. Okay. So I think Jeremy knows these weird little fucking like neighborhood law things that are out of nowhere. So what else um, are you expecting here? Like uh, um, uh, like a Five Guys? Like is a Five Guys oh, coming in? Are we gonna have an that? Applebee's? Oh, gotta have a have an Applebee's corner. Yeah, like, have a Crapplebee's. Um. Uh, I'm getting eaten alive by this one mosquito that's in here, and I'm just oh. trying to get him. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. I, like they don't eat me, so I didn't the buy. The ten it. drink minimum is for the mosquito today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, they ten don't, sips. I'm what? one of those non-mosquito people. Too. I mean, as a down, like Sarah lives downtown. I like do? as a downtown person, what would you like to see if 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 we're just going to accept it? If the gentrification's sure. coming, if we're just going to accept our white overlords, you know. <laughs> I'd like a comedy club. Can we get one of those? That'd yeah. Cool. yeah. Well, then, but then we'd have to have some strip malls too, right? Oof. Not if we have a good comedy club. <laughs> right. Like, right. <laughs> like a, a not a like we want a good comedy club. Like a comedy yeah. works downtown. Okay. Like yeah. Downtown in Denver. All right. So comedy but, club. Mm-hmm. Um, but like as far as just like what is really just gonna. What, what yeah, you, what's a sign of the times? Yeah. Like that's the kind of like uh you know I think um a Dunkin' Donuts would not be the best. Yeah. Okay, have you, when was the last time you guys drove across the river to like where a Trisco is? Oh, a while um, back, months ago I think. Okay, but. like I had not gone in a while, and then I went like about a month ago, and I was like, holy shit! There's a Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's a Panda Express. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. There is a. Uh, Burlington Coat Factory, Whoa. a Harbor Freight, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What in the fuck happened here? Like, when did this all fucking happen?" And I was like, "And, and when like, I first moved to Rio Rancho, I was like that about Rio Rancho. It was like they have a Target. We have now we have a Dunkin' Donuts drive-through. That's nice. And Dion's, a couple Dion's. We do have a Dion's. Okay. So, oh, a Dion's. A Dion's we downtown. We got to get a Dion's downtown. Uh, um, what else? I would just I would just go for them Buffalo like, Wild Wings. At, ooh. <laughs> oh. <A> Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> It'll just turn into Wrigleyville over here. There's like Buffalo Wild Wings. There's the kind of <laughs> Dave and Busters over here in this building. Uh, 
don't, I don't Next door to the Crapplebees would be a Chili's. You know where the Applebee's and all that shit is gonna w- would go? Where? In that uh, one one uh, Albuquerque thing, that thing across from the movie theater that they, they just <laughs> built. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, like the catty corner one. Yeah. Like yeah. Apartments and stuff on the bottom. Right, like it's supposed to have a bowling alley and shit mm-hmm. in it. And like that w- that's where the Applebee's and stuff would go. But would they keep the bowling alley in the Applebee's? Because I would be down for that. Dude, if there was an Applebee's with a goddamn bowling alley, I'd be like, I'd be like half half price apps between three and five. At Applebee's, they put the bowling alley on the ceiling. <laughs> That's all the decorations. Yes. Uh, one time, Kurt and I, we were in Montrose, Colorado, for a comedy show, worst comedy show of my entire life. At the and Airbnb or the Airbnb? Yeah. It's not even an air one. It's a, it's a. It's not an air. It's an old fire. bed and breakfast. And the lady, it went so badly that the lady like came up to us and was like. I'm not giving you breakfast in the morning. <gasps> no, no, really bad. Seems and bad. it was, it was so bad. It was so bad. And like, I have never seen Kurt have a hard time really. And it was, no. it was bad. Um, he still did okay ish, but we went to the Applebee's later because the guy we were touring with had to do karaoke after the show. Oh. And the Applebee's in Montrose, Colorado does karaoke at night. Oh, and they don't allow Bloodhound Gang to be sang there oh. because Applebee's is a family establishment, even at midnight. Hey, Chasey Lane is a fucking family song. That's, that's what Kurt was singing, actually, <laughs> was Chasey Lane, and they turned it off because it's a family establishment. Wow. <laughs> to which we replied, if you're a child in Applebee's after midnight at a karaoke show thing, um, Chasey Lane is not your problem but it's <laughs> fair uh, what kind of like businesses like other than restaurants are going to show up you think? um oh that's a like good question like alamo draft house see oh. these are things i wouldn't mind actually like i wouldn't mind I would that either, but like like an h&m Oh, an H and M, yeah, uh, or like something like that with like fast fashion. An, an old navy. Well, that's how I knew like like Knob Hill was on its way down. Urban Outfitters is like we're piecing out, but they man. couldn't. Yeah, I know when they were like not not even us. Yeah. Well, no, that, no one even wanted that there. Yeah. This is how maybe rich Zara associations are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like yeah, a Zara. Um, yeah, that's. Right. I feel like I feel like more club, like type mm. bars. Oh. Um, I would like a place that just stays open until two. We're not yeah, asking what you really want. To, we're not asking what the fuck you would like. We're just asking what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but you see, you. Again, I'm trying you, to soften the blow. I'm trying to feel better not about this. Had to deal with these neighborhood associations. These are yeah. not going to happen. They probably had to bribe them like a million dollars. Oh, it'll happen because, like you know, why? Because those people won't be able to live in the neighborhood anymore because they can't afford it. The people and, that and own the, people the that property in, there. The people, <laughs> dude. The Gizmos building is owned by the Church of Scientology. Nothing's going to be there. <gasps> it is. Yeah, they bought that like a decade that ago. That explains so the first much. trick will be to join Scientology Nothing, and then take it down from the inside. And no one's going to get that building. Right, we'll because see, it's man. owned by a church. That explains so much about gizmos, though. And that place is closed now, right? The church bought it. I was that was the weirdest. So that's the thing about like downtown Albuquerque. Like it was a ton of foot traffic the other day, and I was like, what are these people doing? Yeah. There's no, there's no shopping here. Like that gizmos place couldn't have been like it was like. Literally, like you know how like a you know like a business is like okay, what are our target audience? The target audience yeah. for Gizmos was like a young male between the ages of eight and fifteen. In nineteen seventy-seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's where I got my paintball guns. Oh, it's like paintball guns, combat boots, 
like uh, a big like knives you'd buy at truck stops. <laughs> yeah, I, w I went to buy a pair of suspenders there because <laughs> it, it was like 20 years ago or it was like a long time ago. And like they were the only place in town that said they sold suspenders, but they were the ones that had to <laughs> attach to your buttons on the inside of your pants. Like they weren't wow. even like, like who wears who? Still has these. Nobody still has these. Oh, and, yeah, and that's and, the point. And then you go across the street to the store where they still measure your head. And then they were like, We've got nothing for you, ma'am. Please <laughs> leave. Please, please go on your oh way. Oh my gosh. We Men's have no we have hats. we have no wares for you. <laughs> Women wear. Okay, so I have a question, Smiley. Oh. Go, Holly. What okay, so the Church of Scientology bought Gizmos. This is still blowing my mind because I'm very night and they can't get it wet. <laughs> 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 Fuck. Okay, so they Gizmos has that like God. dinosaur that is in front of the store, correct? I'm sorry, what? Gizmos, they, they have that dinosaur in front of their store, correct? Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's just a platform. Okay, okay. So so the Church of Scientology bought the building and they still make sure to sometimes put the dinosaur in front of the building. Do they? I don't I it's out there about. sometimes. Hmm. I haven't seen it in a long time. They are good at property management. I want to know why they're doing. I want to know. So I have so many questions. Smiley, you, you you can you can call like you can go call into one of your meetings or something to find out for this. <laughs> oh no, I already know this. I was here when they were uh, buying it. Um, well, initially that was going to be the the uh, the, the the new church location um, because of all the foot traffic, but the right? crime rate was too high. Oh, so fair. Bought the building, and there's. Um, you, you can't uh, there's guidelines for the church you can't uh, make a new church in a high crime area uh, so now it seems like the place that needs the most outreach right right fair right and also there's no other like high traffic areas that don't have like crime. my church is so prohibitively far away I haven't actually been to the building in like years because there's no way to get to it because there's no place that has a low crime rate in Albuquerque huh hmm Hmm. I don't know. Who could know? Oh, you guys, you guys forget I'm a Scientologist. Yeah, I knew right. all this stuff. No, I, I didn't I forget. That's why I asked you. I was there one time when someone was completely trashing it in front of you, and you got really pissed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, can't... remember the first time I found out, and I had told my Scientology joke uh, right in front of Smiley, which I no longer tell because out of respect for Smiley. That's yeah. all right. I'm used to people trashing my religion. <laughs> I don't like doing that to my friends. That's terrible. Uh, <laughs> I just watched the thing on HBO and I think you're all terrible. I'm just kidding. See, and there you go. I, I get that all the time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what are you doing to the Sea Org kids? Yeah. What's up with this boat shit, man? Well, leave Leah Remini alone. Did you guys <laughs> kill Philip Seymour Hoffman, man? I got to know the truth. Now they're going to come after me, huh? I know. They're probably going to, they probably already flagged this and found us, like found oh, our addresses. They're, they're very. They'll be. They'll find us much faster than Facebook will find a post from 2020 <laughs> yeah. in July. They have really good lawyers too. They oh, have yeah. really good lawyers. That's yeah. They have masters in Well, yeah. Oh yeah, and Tom Cruise in lots of situations. Mm -hmm. You know, and hopefully me one day. <laughs> and Kirstie Alley and her lemurs. What? <laughs> I don't know that part. I didn't know about that. Kirstie Alley has a lot of lemurs. Huh. She gets a lot of leeway. I mean, but I mean, is that illegal? I mean, what's the what's? No, I think she has some kind of permit, and she has like an enclosure for them. Um, oh. She had a reality like, show that I watched <laughs> for entertainment value, and it did not disappoint. Yeah, 
Wow. They're all, ma'am, you've got a lot of lemurs. And she's like, here's my card. Walk away. Walk <laughs> our away. bad. Our bad. Have a good day. Have a Oops. good day. Oops. She's like, this is not a Carol Baskin situation, okay? <laughs> oh, man. Um, I can't wait to watch that movie. You I guys ready for that? Cool. I don't feed people. Wait, what movie? What, the, uh, what Tiger King movie? The Tiger King film. What? They're making a movie. All right. How did I not know this? Let's see. Let's see. Tiger King. I, I, yeah, we haven't really talked a lot about it. Um, <laughs> hold on. Oh, Nicholas Cage won't, won't be Joe Exotic. That's like the the down. That's like the downer of the century. But now it's going to be John Cameron Mitchell from Hedwig and the Angry Inch, and he right. looks a lot more like him. Oh, Whoa! I'm very excited about this. <laughs> they have David Spade. That would have been excellent. That would have been a great <laughs> one. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> the same and, Joe Dirt. Yeah, I don't know where he's like. I'm Joe Dirt. <laughs> Who's going to play Carol Baskin? Uh, Kate shit. McKinnon. Yeah. 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 I'm so right. excited now. Right. It's yeah. I, I forgot I saw that. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. Like, I tried to talk hamster into letting letting me dress our children as characters from Tiger King for Halloween. <laughs> that would be amazing. And he said, absolutely not. So. What? Oh come wow. on. But I'm planning on dressing Ian as something almost every day for October. Perfect. And you know I'm going to dress him as Joe Exotic once. You have to do full, like, Ann Getty's photography of everything you dress him up as. I'm yeah. gonna, so good. Brody, I'm going to do... I'm going to do the stereotypical hot dog. Well, sure. You got yeah. it. He's a wiener dog, yeah. so... Stereotypical hot dog. I love it. She looks so excited. And then you should <laughs> convert her from Rocky Horror. So oh. you guys can both... <laughs> wow. Sarah Kennedy, I love you. That's so, genius. I'm still waiting for this. So my friend Sabrina, she's always wanted to do like a large group costume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of our friend group, <clears throat> literally the best one that we can think of. And this would be spectacular. I mean, this is like a 10 person <gasps> costume thing. And mm-hmm. it would take a year to do. But it would be all the characters from the Flash Gordon movie from the oh, 80s. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would, I, would, I would be the, the hawk guy. Mm-hmm. Dive, you know? And then, like, someone would be Ming the Merciless. Uh, you know, someone, you know, probably Sabrina. I don't know. Someone would have to be Flash Gordon. Someone would have to be the, the Robin Hood guy, you know, and, you know, and on and on. And I am like, I'm not a big person that dresses up for Halloween, but I would fucking totally do the Flash Gordon from the 80s. That's great. And we'd have to walk around with a boombox. Flash. He saved every one of us. I have this idea for a group costume, and it's it seems very simple. You just have to get as many people as possible to do it. And I think everybody should show up as a Keith Haring like painting. You know, he's the guy that did like all those nineties oh. murals that like it's just solid colored people, but like with thick black lines around them. And oh, they yeah, do yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So if everybody like just gets those like green man suits, but like red oh. man, blue man, yellow man, whatever, and then you just like outline it with like that was electric like tape. everywhere, like yeah. Yeah, then you can just show up places and just do funny poses or like hold a heart or like have a and then that would be fun. That would easy be fun. one. That would be a good. That's a good one. Hot. I think it would get hot. It would get hot. Yeah. It would get. Well, for sure. It has nothing to do with costuming. I remember one year. So when I was younger, I looked a lot more like Seth Rogen, and I would get it like pretty much weekly. <laughs> so one year, I, I did the full on. Like I had the goatee and I had the sideburns, and I put blood on my ear, 
and I did the, and then I, I, I found like a blue button up shirt, tan pants, tan jacket. And I was, I was Seth Rogen from pineapple express <laughs> and literally no one got it. Oh. And then all of a sudden I, there was that pizza place that used to be next to Maloney's. Now it's like a Cuban oh, restaurant. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, no. Well, it was though for a second and then they yeah, switched it around was the corner before all those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I walk in and the two guys both turn and they're like, oh my God, it's fucking Seth Rogen from Pineapple Express. <laughs> and from that day forward, like anytime I'd go in there, I'd always get like a free piece of pizza mm-hmm. or a free like Coke or whatever. And those dudes never like forgot. They're like, fucking hey, man. And I was like the <laughs> only people that, you know, and it like made the whole thing. Like it was worth it. <laughs> that was like it. But like people kept like all night, they're like, what, what are you? And I'm like, I'm Seth Rogen from Pineapple Express. And they're like, I don't know if I if I remember what he looked like in that. I'm like, <laughs> he looked like this exactly like this. Uh, I used to get compared to Natalie Portman, so yeah. I would always dress as like Queen Amidala. Remember, you trying to talk about Moby. Right. <laughs> Do you guys know that Moby dated her? Do you guys hear about that? <laughs> That's what I just a long time ago. I heard about it. Do you want to try this? Um, you want to try this beer? I do want to try it. I do want to. I'll, in fact, I will drink it. But, so. right. I, I I understand uh, why you don't like uh, going into costumes now, Chris. I mean, that would that would be very <laughs> frustrating. You, you just told us a story about. You look like this. <laughs> you son of a. Um, I once pulled off being Liz Lemon by just wearing my glasses and like a coat. That's great. That was awesome. I went to the press club Halloween party and got so many compliments. I'm like, I'm just being myself. That's was it. Was it because you had someone next to you that's like, I'm gonna get you pregnant, Miss Liz Lemon? <laughs> no, but that would have been awesome. <laughs> I need to start watching Thirty Rock again. Right. All the Tracy lines I, are the best ones. We've I, aged the best. I thought, the, I thought yeah. my favorite. I think my favorite joke of his was like. Look at this. And he's like, Yeah, you're walking out of a out of a, a bagel shop. He's like, No, I was moonwalking backwards into the door. <laughs> look normal. I love when he's like, Hey Liz Lemon, do you want to go to the animal strip club? And she's like, Wait, are the animals the strippers or the animals the customers? And he's like, Animal customers. <laughs> and he just like walks up. <laughs> I, love, I love anything Tracy Jordan says, and I'm kind of halfway tempted to teach Ian to just be Tracy Jordan. <laughs> and it's almost like you wonder. Like, did he, did they write those for him or did he just say it? <laughs> you know, because you, like, if you ever listen to like Jay Morgan's <laughs> podcast, he talks about Tracy Morgan and Tracy Morgan just would say outrageous fucking shit yeah. all the time. Just crazy. In Tina Fey's book, she said like the first season they had him on, no writer knew what to write for him. They had no yeah. idea what to do with him. And then she like cracked the nut like a year and a half later. And then she's like, oh, I get it. You just let him be very silly and you just write the most like outlandish <laughs> stuff and he'll do it. He'll yeah. sell it. He'll like take it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, had, I had this boss uh, when I first moved here. Like I worked for uh, the Chevron, like a uh, franchise of Chevron and they had like 30 Chevrons. So he was a construction worker on uh, Saturday Night Live for 10 mm-hmm. years. He was a breakaway specialist. Like they, they were, they, their, his forte was they would like, if there was someone needed to bust through a wall, Mary they, Catherine Gallagher's. Yeah. They would, they would like build the wall uh, and then bust it up and then glue it back together and then paint it. So it was ready to be smashed through. And he, he built the coffee table that Chris Farley went through. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, you, he's like, You always had to build three. You had to build the one they're going to go, they're, they're going to use one in, 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 in a rehearsal. They're going to use one in dress. And then you need one just in case. Right. 
And like I asked him, I was like, so did you ever get to like hang out with the cast? And he's like, no, a lot of times the cast kind of felt like they were a little like above you. Like they would just like not, you know, hang out with you. He said, except for Tracy Morgan. Yeah. He felt uncomfortable uncomfortable hanging out with the other people. And he felt more comfortable hanging out with the blue collar workers than he did the other like people on the show. That's so awesome. The closest I ever got, I almost got to go to one of their after parties and it was like Miley Cyrus was there (laughs) and we had friends that like uh, were, they used to work for Dave Letterman for some reason. So that's how old the story is. Um, But like they, (laughs) they they would always know what the password was to get into the after party. And then one night that it was like, we're going to go Miley Cyrus and we can go like the, um, the passwords party in the USA. And we were like, is it really that always that easy? And they're like, it's always that easy. And we were like, okay. Oh, wow. And so, oh, yeah. Cause you were there. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, and then it was like, so late. <laughs> and I was like, I cannot believe I'm turning this down right now. And then I was like, I'll go to the next one. They part. Yeah. And Cause like was... they get done at like, mm-hmm. you know, two or three in the morning <laughs> and then they after party. Mm-hmm. You know, and they kind of made fun of that, like on uh, Thirty Rock, where he's like, "We're gonna go to the after party," and then he goes, "We're gonna go to the after after party," and then like, at the end, they're like, on t- "It's like light outside and on top of a building." Like you're like, "What the fuck?" Oh, Funny speaking thing. of Saturday Night Live, I got my favorite baby present this week. Oh, ooh, a friend of mine, a dear dear friend of mine. Her name is also Sarah. I've known her since kindergarten. And haven't really talked to her. I mean, she came to my baby shower and I, I see her every now and then. But she found on Etsy a onesie that says fat man in a little onesie. And it has <laughs> oh. on my face. It was the most Great. thoughtful baby gift ever. Because right? I love Chris Farley. Oh, man. Yeah. He was, such a, he was such an amazing. Like, I feel like on SNL, he was like such a, a talent. And then like mm-hmm. when they when they like. Whenever he left and he went to start doing movies, he did Tommy Boy, which was amazing. And yeah. then they just then they just always tried to replicate Tom. They're like, "What movie can we th- like hurt Chris Farley in, and it'll be funny?" Because we're just gonna yeah. hurt him. Black and Sheep. Well, Black Sheep was like yeah. that was like Tommy Boy two, Tommy mm-hmm. Boy Light. Mm-hmm. Black Sheep. Um, I love that movie. Yeah. So David Spade talks about. I don't remember where I saw. It. I think I saw it on like a documentary or something. Um, David Spade was talking about Chris Farley and like he hated Beverly Hills Ninja so yeah. much. Like Chris Farley hated it. He did. And yeah, he actually felt and, like at the premiere he was like watching the movie and he started crying because he felt like he disappointed his dad. And now I can't enjoy Beverly Hills Ninja at all. Uh, oh and David Spade shame it. and sadness that makes me love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my favorite Chris Farley movie. It's the only it's the only one that I own. You like that one better than, than Tommy Boy? I think Tommy Boy is. I never liked Tommy Boy. Oh no! I like that. I like that when I was I saw it in the theater in the Tommy Boy, like where he like backs the car up and he like fucks the door up, and then, <laughs> and then David Spade comes out and he opens the door and it falls off and he's like, oh, "What'd you do?" Like, <laughs> you know, I like Black Sheep also. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I liked it. I, I you know what? I probably watch it now and love it. You know, but back then I was always kind of like, ah, oh, they're just trying to do the same thing. But see, I don't know. Their, fa- their own yeah. favorite Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves the van down by the river. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. I have a whole painting in my house, like a print in my house that's like a really sophisticated painting of Chris Farley sitting next to a van down by the river. <laughs> No. And my grandma came to my house one time. And she was like, "Wow, that's a really beautiful painting." <laughs> what is what does this mean? And I was like, "Grandma, that's Chris Farley." And she was like, "Of course it is." 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I posted that meme the other day where it was like they live uh-huh. in a van down by the river. <laughs> and it was like the, the mashup of they live and that joke. And I was like, that's pretty brilliant. You know, it's so weird that that they live like thing is as big as it is and everyone gets it. That was such an underground movie in like the, the 80s. <laughs> like Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. You know? We just rewatched that. I made, because Kelly hadn't seen it before. And so <gasps> I was like, okay, we're just going to sit and watch this and you're just going to yeah. enjoy it. And then <laughs> you will I, enjoy it. there yeah. was the any biography lately has been doing like all the classic wrestlers. Oh, it's and, they've been it, so amazing. It's it, awesome. Uh, okay. They were kind of amazing. Like yeah. some of them were amazing and some of them were fucked up. Mm-hmm. The Macho Man Randy Savage one oh. was fucked up. Like they came out, like his brother came out, several people came out, and they were like, I would have not been in the documentary if I would have known it was going to be like that. But yeah. But the the Roddy Piper one was that amazing. was great. So yeah. Good. It was really, really good. Yeah. But the I, I cut you off. I feel like I No, you're right. Out. Okay. Those were all salient points. You oh. did a good job. <laughs> but like who would have thought the who would have the better movie career? Hulk Hogan or Roddy Piper? <laughs> right? <laughs> And well, it's like, which Ro- one was in a sequel to the three ninjas? Let's <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you went. I like how you went. <laughs> actually, actually, not Roddy Roddy Piper, apparently. But I would, I mean, traditionally, that would just be the uh, person that actually goes against the Federation, <laughs> gets the better movie career. I mean, yeah. look at Batista. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Hey, you're right. Wow. How do you know way that? Way better than like uh, John Cena's like Golden Boy thing where they try uh, to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go right against your shit right now. And tell you that John Cena is amazing in the new Suicide Squad. Now he yeah, is. Yeah, now because this is his. Oh, second. I'm watching that tonight. I'm so excited. It's not his second go. Oh, it's his total second right. go. It's Hollywood. Do you remember his first movie was The Marine? That was a WWE movie. You exactly. Cannot, you cannot. You cannot go with those. You have to go. You no, 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 no. I'm not going to listen to what you have to say. So Holly Ann, I'm going to give you my review, and we're going to finish with that. Okay. Dude, Suicide Squad, the new one. I am. The only DC stuff I love is Batman. Yeah. Yeah. James Gunn, but I knew James Gunn did this. For everyone who's right. like, I don't know if I want to watch it. James Gunn, who did the, the, the first two Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy and the third yeah. one, is the director. Yeah. This is next to the uh, Batman movies with Christian Bale, the best DC movie that has come out in oh, the good. last 30 years. It is awesome. It's so funny. it was worth drinking a Red Bull and staying up all night with the baby. Yeah. Okay. Oh cool. yeah, for sure. It's funny. It I, is funny. It, it it harkens back to like his early days, like working with uh, Traumaville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, really like doing like uh, what was that movie Super where he just had like a bunch of superheroes oh. that oh, together. Yeah. And, like really. Oh, yeah. And it like it really harkened back to like, his his earlier work like yeah. pre Marvel, and it was it was great. It just Elba's amazing. Um, this is my favorite version of Harley Quinn. Uh, Yay. They, they, they like what I always love now. And I don't know if like, this is a thing now in Hollywood where they, they show you like the preview and it makes it look like it's the movie. And yes. then like at the very beginning of the movie, like that all gets all fucked up. They <laughs> do that in this. And I loved it. I loved it. Like, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Like, um, it's awesome. The King Shark is yeah. amazing. Yeah, I was I did, super excited to see him. I didn't realize that Sylvester Stallone until like oh, after. So you good. couldn't figure out just from the no. first time you talked to him all. Oh. Nom nom. Well, that's weird. <laughs> and uh, 
who else is me? I mean, the polka dot guy, like, yeah, Holly Ann, it, it is, it is really good. Okay. Good. You know, it, it like, it's just, it's got James Gunn all over it too. It's oh, like, yeah. it's just constantly like silly. In I love way. James Gunn. And like, so. even when people die, it's funny. Mm -hmm. Like you're like, I love that. you're like, that sucks, but that was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Those funny. are my kind of movies. Yeah. I like to laugh when people die. <laughs> that no, sounded but, bad, and, but. and and it, it lives up to like yeah. they have an enormous cast for a reason. Yeah, they're all don't yeah. like one of their taglines yeah. is "Don't get attached to anyone." <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah. Like Flula Borg is in it. I was so excited. Um, you know, Pete Davidson is <laughs> in it. I uh, love Pete. Yeah. Don't get too attached. Don't get too attached. Okay. <laughs> No spoilers, guys. No spoilers, no spoilers. It's really good. I'm, I want like here's the thing. Like I watch movies now, and I'm like done. Like when I was younger, I rewatch movies over and over again. But there's so yeah. much. I want to go like kind of after this and watch it again. Oh, I'm yeah. down to the theater. Oh, okay. Yeah, I kind of yeah, I kind of wouldn't mind watching the theater either. It's so good. But I, um, I read earlier, it's like the second worst DC opening ever. Oh no! Well, yeah. movies are weird right now. It's that home yeah. release yeah. thing, man. It's screwing a lot of people yeah. over. Who's well, home release? What's that? Who's, Who's Homer? Home, Who's Homer Elise? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so we're at the we're at the the, the halfway point. So uh, let's do a uh, like. Uh, uh, what does anybody have to? Uh, ugh, what do I, what do I want to say here? Anything to promote? promote? Yeah. Uh, uh, Sarah, what do you what do you you yeah. probably have the most going on? Well, um, so we have this amazing comic coming in from out of town. His name is Jake Flores, and he is the host of uh -huh. the podcast Pod Damn America. And he is fantastic, and um, he'll be here on August 18th, which is a Wednesday, and we have him at Cosmos, and he's traveling with an amazing comedian from Austin named Avery Moore, and so she and him are both performing. And then, on top of that, we have two other performers coming in from out of town, Billy Joe Gillespie, who comes through here yeah. often, and uh, her traveling partner, Michael, they are coming down from Denver, and they're also on the show, and Royal's on the show, too. So it's like this, like, and then I'm hosting it, so it's this kind of, like, awesome combination of, like, the whole region nice. coming together for one that's fun cool. show. Very good. Yeah. That's a good lineup. Yeah. yeah. Uh well then we'll go to hold on. Let's we'll go to Holly Ann. Who do you what do you have to uh, promote? Um, I have a feeding uh, right after the show. No, just kidding. <laughs> um that's a good one. I'm sure um, there's an audience for that. Holy fans or what's going on here? Oof. No. Oof. Uh, what, what, is there is there that? Yeah. I, I, uh, I will say that um, there is definitely an interest in breastfeeding videos. Um, but Ian eats from a bottle. So uh, <laughs> he eats breast milk from a bottle because he was in the NICU. Anyway, long story short, nobody wants to hear about my, my baby's food choices. Um, I, Inside Out is still happening every Monday. I don't know when I will be back, but Royal is there. Um, so please go visit the Nuggets. And also, um, you know, if you want to buy uh, some kind of vinyl decal you can put on your car or something, hit me up because I'm one bored and two poor. So, um, do yeah. you have a, you have one of those cricket things? Do you have? I do. What? Okay. Cool. 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 <laughs> yeah. So you, have, you have cricket yeah. cellular? Ugh. Yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> that would be. I'm like, yes, sir. I do have cricket. Because I'm poor. No, uh, yes, I have a Cricut machine, and I um, I also still have some resin pieces left, so if you hit me up, I'll let you know what I have, and you can totally purchase it for me for way cheaper now. How much resin's in your bong? What's up? <laughs> uh, Smiley, what do you have to promote? 
Oh, uh, I guess yeah. nothing new right now. Uh, but if you want to go uh, see any of my old stuff uh, on Netflix, you can see me in uh, Army of the Dead. And uh, nobody's Day- watching that anymore, dude. It's old hat. Daybreak. And <laughs> uh, um, if, if, if you're on Hulu, you can still t- catch me in the second season of Midnight Texas. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, I have nothing coming up other than this show. And I'll tease that for the second hour. <gasps> where we're going to get pretty dank. We're going to get dank. We're going to get down in it. It's not going um, to be, it's gonna be uh, you know, one of those second hours where we're going we're gonna to get in the nitty gritty. Really get in there. Nuts and bolts. There. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'll finish up my ex novo, stay golden, and crack open the second one for the second hour. You're going to do crack in the second hour. Okay. Yep. Cool. Good. Call. I have selective hearing today, guys. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I do this show every week with uh, with all these guys. Um, you know, go and like all the things that they do, all their social media. Uh, we all we all post different things. Like you know, we all post Insta. We all have Instagram except for Smiley. Uh, mm-hmm. We all post stories. So you know, add us all on there, man. We are a talented group of individuals for sure. Sorry, I had to burp, but. Uh, <laughs> We, you know, add us on all the social medias. Hey, mine's tendering minimum. Sarah's is on Sarah Comedy, but comedy's with a K. Ooh, that's like most of Holly's ever is mine is Holly Bird Comedy, Bird spelt with a Y B Y R D. Smiley does not want you to add him on any social media whatsoever. So I will see that. My phone number's on my Facebook page. <laughs> he wants you to call him at 3 a.m. <laughs> actually, that's, really that's will now be awake. Actually, please do not do that, but. No, he might. I don't know. Would you be okay with that? I take phone calls from anyone. Fuck. All right. I won't. But um, I, the second I, hour, please call. Please call <laughs> Smiley. We'll, we'll put you on the the yeah. We'll 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 put you on speaker. If, if, if you're speaker. friends with me on Facebook, I will yeah. accept your phone call. Right. Uh. Yeah. So yeah, that's what we do. Um. We're definitely drinking tonight. You should as well. But always remember, never, never get, get too drunk. Live every Sunday night from 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, I mean, you know, most Sunday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. You can listen to 10 Drink Minimum live uh, or watch it live on Facebook.com uh, forward slash 10 Drink. Or we have a YouTube page. Go on and subscribe. Smash, smash that like and subscribe as Billy would say. And uh, we actually have a Twitch channel. I don't really understand how that is. But if you know how that works, find us on Twitch. Subscribe. Subscribe to all of our social media. Anyway, fun times. Kick ass. And I don't know what's going on because I've been drinking a lot. But uh, here we go. Love, leave, and kick ass. Ten drink minimum. Oh, we're live. We're back. It's the Billy Slash Wavy Hour. All right, there we go. Turn all the mics on. Mics are live. I'm going to bring everybody back in. Let's see. Holly is still muted, though. Sorry. She, she hates us. <laughs> no, I just, I don't want to, like, mess up and then say something, like, Start do something embarrassing. Farts. Like, cutting, you know, like, yeah. big farts. Or... <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. After childbirth. Yeah. And all the stuff I had to go through through that, like farts are not embarrassing anymore. But yeah. you know, well, um, I've got a I've got a news for you. Yeah. You have a male baby, 
and a boyfriend in the yeah. house. So farts are part of your life now. Yeah. Oh, farts oh my God. Bad. The baby's farts are fucking horrible. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, it's nothing I, but milk. Oh, <laughs> and they linger. So I th- I constantly think he has shit his pants and he he doesn't. It just his farts last for at least twenty minutes. Wow. What? Man, it's they're, disgusting. It is like, so gross. They're gonna do that thing. They'll be like, "Do you hear that?" And you're gonna be like, "What?" And they'll be like, "Shh." That. <laughs> 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 yeah, and you're gonna be like, "Oh God, damn!" You're like punch <laughs> him in the face. Yeah. Um, he pooped on my arm yesterday. Ew. Oh, oh, it's. Being a mom is like no freaking joke. So he he pooped in his diaper and I thought he was done. <laughs> New mom mistake. I should have waited a few minutes. I was like, oh, he pooped. I have to change it right away because I wouldn't want to sit in my poop, right? Um, wrong. You have to let it sit for a few minutes because he wasn't done pooping. Well, that would be like somebody like going into a porta potty and then the truck coming through and being like, well, I saw him go in there. So I thought he's done. <laughs> just lifting him right oh. and taking it away. Right. Good to right. Smart. I'm still learning. I've been peed on a number of times. Does, um, before does, we, does he do a huh? face where he's like, where he's like, uh... Oh, you know what he does? That's um, confusing. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, he smiles. Oh, he's like, he's yeah. like, and then he points. He's like, hey, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. See, he's already got it going. How is that confusing? I it's mean, called comedic timing. I, <laughs> well, I right. night poop. Well, because because he doesn't make like a pooping face before he smiles. He, he just like, is smiling. Scr- like I, we all agree, like the scrunch of the nose. You're like, ah, you know, that's yeah. not how I poop. Uh, the clenching of the chest. You're like, ah, yeah. wow. No, mine just falls out. You might have some problems. You might have some problems. <laughs> yeah. Are you just drinking milk? I mean, do you just eat like like uh, um, raisin bran all the time? Like that's all you eat, just for breakfast. Raisin bran and like milk? grape nuts. Yeah, Ra- raisin bran, grape nuts for all breakfast. Right. All right. Rice yeah. milk. Oh. Rice milk. Um, you were drinking, you know, regular milk. Before we get into too too uh, too much of the deep conversation, can I? Say two anecdotes, and then yes. I won't talk about the baby anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, so I I am in therapy. I have a touch of the postpartum, which I think is like important to talk about. It's a normal thing; it happens a lot. Yeah. So I'm dealing with it. It's okay. My therapist is aware, and my therapist made me get. Wait for it. It's basically mom Tinder. Sure, sure, sure. It's called Peanut. And what? it's like Tinder for moms to find mom friends. Oh. And it is worse than Tinder in rejection. <gasps> no. Oh, they're all mm, too much drama. Yeah. Left. Like, I try to be so nice, and I've been ghosted by so many moms. And I think it's because I'm really, really real. And I like, I'm like, look, I cuss. I drink beer. I have a podcast. Like I'm a stand-up comedian. Sounds like a one-on-one Real Housewives. So, so like immediately on (laughs) Tinder, like if I like, you can already see those like those women that are like fed up. So I can see like Mm -hmm. this. She's like, if you cuss all the time, swipe left. (laughs) Yeah. uh, You drink all the time, swipe left. Yeah. (laughs) Like get out. Yeah. Get out of the way. Get this out. And then people people will be like, uh, so one lady asked me like, 
what kind of childbirth did you go for? Because that's apparently like a normal fucking question to ask somebody you've never met. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, oh, well, I had a C-section because I had a preeclampsia. Do you know, she was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really want to be friends with somebody who got a C-section. Whoa. What? Well, it's not oh. like you volunteered for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like I was like, you know, um, I will take the more painful option. I would like to have a surgery instead of the way it's supposed to work. Yeah. Exactly. You should have went like this. You know, I had a real unnatural birth. You know, I'm a big wrestling fan. We had a wrestling ring. And when the baby <laughs> was about to be born, I jumped off, flipping off the turnbuckle and landed. And the baby came out onto my partner. <laughs> like, oh, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Being a mom is hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is the Okay. Let me ask this question. What is the pristine? Okay. What is then like the optimal? A stork brings it by. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be so amazing. That's what it is. I don't know. A lot of times the people, I'm just going to say this and I want yeah. to be very clear that I'm not saying, I'm not making any judgment, but in my experience, most of the people who say stupid shit like a C-section is not real birth are people who gave birth to a baby in like a weird field in the traditional way of like the well, farmers were, that were their ancestors. Well, they were or, potatoes. A swim, a swim. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Or like a bathtub, which is fine. Totally fine. But right. I had medical issues. Like I, I couldn't do that if I wanted to. Who would have it in a bathtub? Um, no, that's a real thing. That's, that's a real, real thing. That's yeah. a real regular one. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, that's Waterbirth. why you wash yourself. Waterbirth. Yeah. What do you want a baby? Or in like a little a hot tub or a pool. Yeah, that, that's a right. thing. Right. And I'm not putting down water birth at all, but I'm saying like if you had that kind of birth, you didn't have the health issue that I did. And to shame a woman for still having a pretty traumatic time, mm-hmm. you know. I, I, for me, like in being a male, I feel like an optimal birth is the baby came out and it's alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's alive and it's gonna live and the mom is alive and she's gonna live. Yeah, Optimal. and I didn't have any seizures and you know. I mean, you um, know, you know, the Amish they might have it like while you know harvesting. <laughs> you know, you have the baby while it's, you're walking. You know? Yeah, uh, they have they have uh, what are they called? Uh, now we're gonna lose that Amish audience. The birth, uh, <laughs> the birth mothers. What are they called? They're called um, they love streaming shows. Uh, midwives. <laughs> midwives. Midwives. <laughs> yeah, the Amish are really into podcast stream that stream on on the web with no script whatsoever they're <laughs> huge fans the amish but yeah but that's what i feel is like optimal the baby is alive the mom is alive but yeah. I, apparently it's there's some prejudice there yeah it, no it, it's actually kind of a big thing now and i didn't realize that mama mom um, and I'm like, I mean, this like even like verbal abuse, like mom on mom stuff like that is just so prickly just because yeah. for some, for some women, for some yeah. women, it's like the only, it's the only card they can play. So sometimes right. it's the only time mm. that they have any sort of authority. And so they will right. like slice things as tiny as they need to, to maintain that like dominance. Like it really is like a, yeah. like, they're abusive. It's a, it's it's a weird power. It's a weird power play. It is. Cause it's like, they don't have anything else. Wow. And and I'm just going to tell you, like, I am not one of those women. I'm not that way in comedy. I'm not that way in, like, it, I support other women all the time. And I think it's really important. Like, I, my goal is to be really honest about my motherhood journey. And, like, 
none of us know what the fuck we're doing. It doesn't matter how your baby came out. We're all confused. We're all tired. We're all covered in poop. It's none of us know what the fuck we're, we're all, doing. All covered in, in feces and urine. <laughs> yes. It's, it's like being a farmer. I mean, really, it is. <laughs> You're just covered in feces and urine, and like every day is different. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like really that, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I want to use my platforms the the responsible way. And I think the responsible way to do it is to just be like, I fuck up every day. Huh? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess. Really, really cool. I, thanks. I think mom Tinder is the weirdest thing I've ever been through in my I, life, though. That is a weird fucking way to call it. But yeah, that is a weird thing. <laughs> We it's need, what it feels like. It's we exactly need mom, we need mom bumble <laughs> or mom hinge. Right. Mom bumble is the one where she can message first, but then you don't let know. I guess everybody. <laughs> yeah. Mom hinge. Maybe. <laughs> but again, they're like, if you're yeah, if you're into drinking or cussing, swipe left immediately. Right. Like when how I, often? Yeah. Oh my gosh! What if I get catfished on mom Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> you're oh. like you're like this mom is amazing, and then you get there, right. it's like. It's the, me. The baby's yeah. like the baby. The, the baby. It's smiling. Yeah, it's smiling. Me and my cat. I'm like, hey. Cat has a diaper on. Just kidding. Uh, I would He's like, totally hey, like your picture. <laughs> I would totally accept a, a fur mom too. Like, if she just has dogs. Cool. Yeah. I'm fine you're with all, that. All, this is not the crib that's in the pictures. This is not <laughs> right? the crib that's in the pictures. This is bullshit. Your wow. stroller is not what you yeah. had on your. Yeah. I know, yeah, I, know. You must I, have I, like, I didn't think you'd come over. I didn't think you'd come over. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know. I fucked up. So then we'll have to do a mom catfishing MTV show. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I would I would be here for that. Have you seen, holy crap. Have you seen the new one? Yes. The the Charlemagne the God one. No. So oh, you I haven't watched that one yet. Okay, so Charlemagne the God has a, a show on MTV now. And it is an off play of the catfish show. So instead of like them going to find like a the, like the person that's catfishing you or whatever, they go and try to find the person who's cyberbullying you, mm. and mm. They, they confront them in person. Interesting. It is kind of interesting. I kind of feel like that should have came first, yeah, before the catfishing one. But you know. Whatever. Wow. I will say if, if like I'm like home on a Saturday hungover and that catfishing show is on like for six hours, I'll just put it on and just watch it for six hours. Oh my god. I'm Ever since I've been home with the baby, that's I love catfished. Because also, guys, I can't believe people are still getting catfished. Yeah. It happens. Like, especially, like, when they're, like, I can't, I can't video chat with you. I can only yeah. call. I mean, that's right. a huge red flag. Yeah, like. Who like, doesn't have a camera on their phone now? Well, okay. Let's talk about My this. grandpa can video chat, you yeah. know? Let's talk about the dating sites in general. They're, like, you'll go to a dating site, and, like, the person has two photos, and they're, like, blurry. And I'm, like, everyone has, like, the most high-definition fuck. Like, you have a better than a DSLR. On yeah. in your hand in your pocket, and you have two photos, and one of them looks like it was from 10 years ago, and then right. the other one is so blurry I can't tell which or 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 it's a series of girls. And yeah, you're like, it's a I don't series know of girls. Which one are you? <laughs> yes, thank you. This isn't even right. It's like whatever. I don't know. 
I my favorite is the guy who the only pictures he has uh-huh. are his wedding photos. <laughs> Interesting. I've never seen. Well, I mean, I'm not on the guy's oh, side. And then they'll blur out the the bride's face. <laughs> oh, rude! Like, like they don't even like cut the photo. Like they don't even crop it. They just blur her face. So like her wedding dress is still there. This could be you. All right. It just is like a blank right. space I'm gonna, available. As as a man, More face, dating, yeah. Like, yeah. like you know, and like, and like women can go the other way because like you know, men do the same fucking dumb shit. But as a man, if I'm looking through your profile, if you don't have a child, don't have a picture of you with a child. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. And then and then like some of them will be like, oh, that is not my child. That's my nephew. Or, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like really so like literally you don't have good enough pictures and you literally were like the only good one is the one with like yeah. Also. Don't have a picture with with dudes. See this? Oh, interesting. Those, those people just would not be vain enough to be around me. Well, I constantly because like because like you run into this thing where, like, if there's a dude in the picture, you, then you really have to go read and you have to you have to look and go, okay, is this a couple that like wants a third? Right. Because right. that happens quite a bit. Like it's it's a huge thing. So then if you're like not wanting that and you put a bunch of dudes, like if you have, <laughs> what the oh, fuck that was, was that? Wild. There was a thing. What it was like a, it was a fuck? boom, like a boom. Holy shit, what was that? <laughs> Smiley, go check. That was loud. That was loud. Like, like a cannon just fired. Did you Hamilton hear it? Hamilton style. Yeah. Are you guys okay? Yeah, yeah. but it like fucking shook everything mm-hmm. a little bit for a second. Yeah. Wow. It's gonna be my building. Uh, what's that? <laughs> it's gonna be my building. Your building's like crumbling to the ground. Like that Miami condo. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my like, god! Like, so, like, if I look through your thing and you have a best friend that's a guy, I understand that. But put that in the like. I don't care if you do that, but like, put that in the thing, like in your thing. Oh, the guy that's in the picture. Otherwise, I think you're like a couple that wants to like throw mm-hmm. down like three way, which right. you know, I'm not gonna do. But anyway, I mean, there's so many of those. Mm-hmm. Let's. I'm just saying those are things, and like as a man, I'm, I'm sure men do stupid shit like that as well. Mm-hmm. But like. Like, you know, putting a child in the thing, like, I assume automatically that's your child, unless you say, not, you know, do you see anything? Just a whole bunch of, like, more recreationists running down the street. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's on fire. Okay. Uh, Everything looks safe on the home front. Also, I can barely see across the street. I didn't realize how bad the smoke is. It's It's so bad. Dude, that was loud. It, like, shook the goddamn building. That's crazy. So did you, you had another anecdote or no? Oh, well, so it's a soccer thing and I apologize in advance, but Ooh, soccer. Oh, we like soccer here. Yeah. So um, it's not a United thing. It's a, it's oh. like a world soccer thing. I mean, but... like enough, we'll displace the homeless. To, you know, <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> that was the thing I was going to mention in the, Aren't the last segment. already displaced? Mm. There'll be more. Yeah, I mean. We kind of talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. All I'm not the a fan. The stadium is maybe going to be. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Oh, it's okay. So today, the most famous soccer player, Lionel Messi. Oh, Messi, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you haven't been following, it's been a whole thing. And um, we're completely obsessed with European football in our house. So it, we've been, like, fixated on this drama. So, like, he is the most valuable soccer player in the world. And if, you, if you're not aware, like, in Europe, soccer players are paid, like, ungodly amounts of money yeah um and so lionel messi he plays for barcelona he's played there for a long time the city loves him the team loves him his children love living in spain and um 
the La Liga, which is the league that runs, um, or that, uh, which Barcelona is part of, sorry. Um, they have like a cap on wages. So when he put his contract in, they had to say no. And La Liga had to like cancel the signing. So today he gave the official announcement to Barcelona and he was sobbing. Literally sobbing. And so was like the fans and everything. And so this is where I, I got really interested was I asked the question, like, why can't he just like lower his wage? Right. So no, he can't. Yeah. He can't lower his weight. He could, right? But he could. still wouldn't be able to because Barcelona is in such debt. Oh, that uh, well, and it also sets would, a you know for other people. Yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys are comedians. Well, you guys get paid. You better believe that there's a comedian right behind you that'll take it for less. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. Sure. So, they'll be like, oh, they wanted twenty dollars. I'll take two. Like, and that's actually going to trend. You know, that's actually going to transition what we're going to talk about a little bit. Yeah. Um. But anyway, he. But happy part of this story. He's moving to PSG so he can play soccer with his best friend. Where's Yay. PS? What's PSG? PSG is uh in France. Premium uh, soccer grenade group. Probably group, like, group. Yeah. group. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like in, in soccer, they like they like the actually they love the word United. Mm-hmm. They love the word yeah. group. Yeah, like yeah. funny. Uh, uh, they also like really ridiculous acronyms, like the Concacaf Cup. That's not a word. That's an acronym. But but let's <laughs> all agree. But let's all agree. One of the best shows on television right now is Ted Lasso. I I haven't gotten to watch it. Oh, I've heard it's very good. It's so good. We don't it's have so... Apple TV. We have everything else. Yeah, okay. I got AMC Plus so I could watch Kevin can fuck himself, but I didn't get Apple Plus so well, I could watch Ted Lasso. Well, I could trade you. Well, okay. I don't know. I don't know if I can trade Apple Plus though. See, this is the way they have it set up because you have to go through your Apple ID, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. people don't have that. I mean, mm-hmm. my but, my extravagance is, is Shutter uh-huh. and uh, whatever the independent film channel. Is. I have I have Paramount IFC? Plus. I have Paramount Plus. <laughs> yeah, I have that. If you have not watched the Real World Road, the Real World Reunion, the Great. first season. You are missing the fuck out. It is amazing. I'm gonna, that's next on my list. So we have Paramount Plus oh, for the soccer. So, I, mm-hmm. uh, Paramount <laughs> Plus for the soccer? Yes. Okay. So Paramount Plus uh, plays things that ESPN doesn't. Right. And then we also have like a $60 a month streaming thing called Fubo uh, for oh, the soccer. Absolutely. <laughs> it's uh, for us by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good joke. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have, I have, uh, so, so the Paramount Plus, like, so I watched the, the, so when the first real world, they did the reunion, mm-hmm. I went to watch it and I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. This will be nice and like, you know, fluff and cool. It is not fluff and it's cool. It's not fluff at all. It oh. is super poignant. It is super like, um, if you remember watching the original, like I did, it, it was the weirdest time travel. Because oh. as it was happening, because the way they've cut that series, they bring them in for six days and they live in the apartment that they lived in, except for Eric, because he has COVID. Oh. So he has to live in a hotel. And then they bring them in and then they, they rewatch segments of the original and then they relive it. And it 
is so crazy because I remember back in the day, 1991, I'm like watching it and I'm like, this black guy is so fucking angry. Chill the fuck out. And like even the other people, like the other black lady is like, he he's he's really angry, even for a black person. And then like smash cut to now, everything he's saying in 1991 is as relevant now or more relevant than you've ever yeah. fucking heard. Oh, like, yeah, you were talking about like, that. really like yeah. But like he was literally in the, in like 1991, he was like, people are killing black men and black men are dying in record numbers, and it's the police and it's da 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 da, and like they're like, ah, oh, you're wrong, and, you're blah, 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 and they're in his face, and he's just like trying to like defend it, and then like all of a sudden they like all apologize to him, yeah, and they're like, we're so sorry, wow. you're so right, everything you said, and he's like super stoic now, and he does like like tours where he like he does talks at colleges, and it took him. From 1991 to 2021, to like have redemption, and it's like holy fuck! Like it's like whoa! Like it is amazingly like wow. That and, is so sad. And then and then one of the characters care in the in the new in the new one, she Karens. Oh no! And it is it is like heartbreaking, and it is like it's worth watching. It's like six or seven episodes, one hour, and you just really go back to like the 19 early 1990s and just realize like, Holy okay. fuck, we should have just listened. And we just didn't listen. We're not right. we're stupid people. They got real. <laughs> they got fucking real. Yeah. And now we're going to get real. You ready? You guys ready to get real? Yeah. I'm ready. You know, sure, I, I, why not? we don't do this a lot on the show. We don't. We do not. I apologize to the fans out there, but this is this is this is things that have bothered Holly. This is, these are things that have bothered me, and I want to know if they bother you guys. Like, Great. Like when I first moved here to Albuquerque, I was hungry. I was super hungry. Oh, we got great food here. So, uh, not that. <laughs> I had. I, had a, I like that though. I had a chip on my shoulder, and I'll, I'll say I did. I did. I had a chip on my shoulder. Like I would see other people, and like they were trying to do things that were like similar to what I do. And I was like, I didn't like them because they were trying to do what I do. Mm-hmm. And then, like in, in the last couple of years, I've mellowed out, and I've like, you know, we're all we're all artists, and we all can like share, and we can all be friends, and there's there's enough pie for everyone. Mm-hmm. And and I've been that way for a little while. And 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 I don't think that's a terrible way to live. No, it's not. But other people don't live that way, and they like fuck you over every fucking chance they get. And it just keeps happening. Mm. And like Sarah, like I, you've you've been doing comedy as long as I've been doing this show. Like, do you get like where people kind of like use you and try to stab you in the back? Like, not stab you in the back, but like use you to like advance themselves and then just like walk away and like fuck you and who cares? Uh, I mean, I sometimes I think because I have like a really hard time of yeah. recognizing when a relationship is like degrading. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like I, I don't have. <laughs> good sense of that so i'm always just like we're still friends like i know and so i'm sure i'm sure that happens a lot and i don't just recognize it very much but like i don't i wouldn't say that it's happened i mean i guess it's happened a couple times yeah but not here in albuquerque it was it was way worse in new york like it was oh oh, of course it was yeah and but like here it shouldn't be bad it shouldn't be bad and like holly i've watched it happen to her Mm -hmm. over and over and then like it just keeps happening to me. And it's like, there's enough room for everybody. We have enough. The highway is wide enough. We can all, you know, get to the destination. And I just don't get this, like, 
um, I'm going to friend this person, use them for what they get, and then, like, not really give a shit about them, and then, like, just keep scooching, keep scooching and stomp them away. And it just keeps happening, and it's like, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it again, and it's like, I don't know how to feel about it. Like, uh, so, like, Boy, howdy. I wish I had that sort of mentality. Yeah. I'd be a that? lot further live, uh, right. <laughs> along in my life as yeah. I would now. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I joined this podcasting guild and I was very leery because of so many different fucking people being pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I was like, well, these people actually seem to be uh, in line with shit. And sure enough, all pieces of shit except for like one. Oh, same thing all happened again. All pieces of shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I remember this. I remember like every other week, like we'd, like we'd, we'd add a new element to the show and it would only take like our competitors yeah. a week or two to completely to steal copy it. it. To yeah, steal it. And they would copy it. They would copy our names. Like we were like, we were like 10 week minimum TV on our website. They would be blah, blah, blah TV all of a sudden next week. Then yeah. we would switch it to 10 drink minimum live. They would be blah, blah, blah live two weeks later. And it was yeah. like, it was literally just ridiculous, like blatant fucking like you know, when Charge I first against humanity, yeah. hey, we're gonna do that too now. Right, like every week, yeah. we think of something new, and then someone <laughs> steal it. Like when I first weeks. when I first met you, I was very cold and like callous because I'm just I was just like that. Like <laughs> I'm like people are just fucking like here to like we're all just like competing, and and I and I feel bad now because I'm I, I was like I told I told Taliana, oh, I don't think Sarah likes me, and she's like no, she's not like that at all. And I, I know was like, I was like, no, Sarah's like one of my favorite human beings I've ever met. Just like chill, dude. Yeah. Give Sarah a chance. Cause you know, um, I mean, for me, I'm just gonna like interject here. For oh, me, please. um, like my hurt with friendships, at least in this like part of my life. Like, I could care less if somebody like well. Screws me over. Well, yeah. Give me a second. I saw someone. I literally watched somebody take a shit right on you in person. And it was unfucking believable to watch this person who you were like, this is my best friend. Yeah. Stick a knife in your back because they thought you weren't looking. And it was unfucking believable. And then they looked at me and I was like, don't you fucking look at me. That was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so for me, and maybe this is like stupidity on my part, and like maybe this is why I get screwed over. I don't know. Um, so like I have a really hard time making friends. I'm gonna be really honest about it. Like, I have a really, really hard time. I'm socially awkward, like I can fake it till I make it, but like to actually let somebody in is like really, really hard for me. So I could really care less about like professional crap because like I like you know, like I always say there's room for everybody and like, you know, I always feel like karma kind of does its job. And if somebody is shitty, like they get what's coming to them and, and I kind of move on and I don't really care. But what I do care about is like, so this season of my life, I've had some, you know, some pretty serious things happen. Like yeah. this, this season of my life. This season of my life. Season, um, I've had some pretty serious things happen and, and a lot of the people I thought we're going to be there, like really have it. And then, but the good news in that is like a lot of people that I weren't expecting to like really be supportive. Like there's a a ladies comedy, like chat thing on Instagram. Sarah's part of it. And like 
a lot of these women like really didn't know me all that well, you know, and they have been so sweet and reaching out to me like, you know, and that's just, it makes me appreciate people who like are being there for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, you know, one of my best friends in the whole world just kind of like lost it over a, or is holding a grudge over a professional decision. And so I guess my question for the group, without like, I don't want to be petty and shitty and like call anybody out or anything like that. But if you know, you know. I know. But I was there. You know, in general, <laughs> like in general, like, don't you think friendship should be like if we work together? then that's one thing, but our friendship should always supersede anything outside of our friend. You know what I'm saying? Like your friendship, that's how I believe. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, you know, I'm a huge fan of compartmentalizing everything (laughs) in its own place. Right. Mad at you for work things. I, unless Mm -hmm. it happened at work. Yeah. And I'm mad at you for relationship things if it happened during relationship, right? Or friendship things, but they don't mix. Yeah. Right. Like Chris and I, I'm going to be totally learning. real. I'm Chris learning. and I have gotten in fights. We have. And but. not not anything bad, not anything like crazy, but we have definitely for sure disagreed, and it never affects our friendship, especially well, if something you know. But anyway, yeah. it's just a question for everybody. Well, let let me get it at. Let me let me let me focus a little more. Here's the deal. Every person here is my friend, right? Every person here mm-hmm. is my friend that's in this fucking circle right here. How about that dog over there? Except for the dog. The, dog, <laughs> the, dog, the, dog's, the dog is more important than all of you. Fair. The baby. She is the baby. Uh, so here's, here's how I live my life. I've done this show for 15 years. And I'm going to keep doing it for however long I feel like it's necessary. There's never going to be a moment in my life where this show is more important than my friendship to the people that are here or the people that are my friends. And and when I say that, I would never shit and stomp on you Mm -hmm. so that I could do, like I could get ahead with this show. Does that make sense? Yeah. And like, like, what if you were offered like a hundred million dollars, but they were like, but you have to get rid of that Holly person. Like, well, you know what I would do? I would say (laughs) Yes. And I'd say, Holly, you're fired. Here's twenty million dollars. Right. Bye. I think you can understand why. But well, and also- I would beat you up if you were like, "I'm going to turn this down." I'd be like, "Christopher." I would give you enough money you would never have to work the rest of your life. Be like, "Sorry, Holly, I've got to cut you loose with this thirty million dollars severance." And then I would do a side thing with you. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'd be like, okay, well, you're not part of this part, but you and I and are going to do like, then, a podcast yeah, about then you and I would, girls yeah, or something. No, we would do a podcast about how you had to take the $30 million and what you're going to do with yeah. it. Oh, like, you know. God. I would do but, so many cool things. You know what I mean? So, like, okay, I guess I kind of need to tell what, what happened. Okay, this is good because this is good. I was already playing, like, Guess Who? This will help me with my Guess Who. All right, and I'm not going to name it. No, no, but I'm going to figure it out. But I'm going to say it. But I'm going to say it. You, you okay. might. You might not. So, like, people hit me up constantly be- about doing stuff like this because mm-hmm. I know how to do it, mm-hmm. you know. And I want to I want to give a big shout out to Sarah. Sarah is, like, one of the only person I've ever seen replicate what I can do, and she didn't ask a damn thing, never asked a damn question, never hit me up once. And she replicated everything I could do and then passed that, probably. I'm like, catch up, 
So mm-hmm. like people were like, Hey, we want to do like these shows. And like, I have this studio now and they're like, I want to record. And, and then these are like my friends. Mm-hmm. Well, then it like started to like escalate where it's like, I just feel like that's the only reason they're hitting me up is like to mm-hmm. record. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So then like I work for like a subcontractor of a contractor to the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, like right after the 15 year anniversary show, I was really burnt. Billy had been in town for quite a while and uh, we partied a lot and I was just burnt. Billy can party. Oh my God. Yeah, I can. Yeah. And like, but I, we had a good time and I really miss Billy and I, you know, and I, and I'll say this right now. People are like, are you and Billy still friends? Oh, we're great friends. I miss him a lot. He's my best, one of my best friends on the planet. And like, you know, one of the you know best co-hosts of the show. We have such chemistry. Da da da. So when he came to town, I was like, I'm going to spend every moment I can like hanging out with this person because I love him. So the people were like, Oh, we want we want to record. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, Well, I'm very burnt. I'm very tired. You know, life is like catching up. Can we can we hold off a week? All right. They were like, Okay, okay, okay. So then the next Monday rolls around, and I find out from my 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 contractor, I'm being like laid off. Oh, I remember. I have I have five days of work left. Five days of work left. Just bought a home. Don't know what I'm going to do now. Holy shit, I have no idea. You know? And one of the people are like, hey, how's life? You know, one of my best friend is like, hey, how are you doing? Just checking in. And I could just really feel like, are you really checking in or do you, are you checking to see if I'm ready to record again? So I write back. I'm like, well, my life's kind of melting down. I lost my my job. And uh, she's like, oh, oh, man, that's awful. Let me know if you need anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. That's it? All right. Well, no. <laughs> a job. You got one? <laughs> a job, right. <laughs> so three days go by, and I apply with the main contractor. Mm-hmm. So the main contractor can't tell me to apply. Yeah. That's illegal. So I do go apply without like knowing, like without with like unknown. Mm. And I go apply and then like all of a sudden they hit me up and they're like, hey, thank God you applied. We wanted you to, which couldn't tell you to. It's not, we're not allowed to do that. And so I, I, by that Wednesday, I had an offer. So I'm excited. And like I go out, I get a beer and I'm contacting one of the people from the podcasters guild and I'm like, man. My life's been crazy. This is what happened. And I was like, I've had to put off the people I'm recording with. And he's like, oh. Oh, no. That's why they hit me up and asked me if they could rent my studio. Oh, no. And I'm like, you're shitting me. And he's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, they offered you money? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. I'm like, stunned. What? Like, Literally they find stunned. out you're laid off. Yeah. And they don't go, hey. And the podcasts are doing is so important. So important. It's such a. They couldn't pay their, you. Their $100 million Joe Rogan contract from Spotify <laughs> got to, isn't going to come through unless they get that fourth episode in. Mm. And I lay into them. Right. And then I find out later that while I'm laying into them, that they're literally blocks away at a bar here. So they didn't even like think enough to like hit me up to. Just come down here and like let's talk it out or like what? or come yeah, by right. if I'm okay. See, I didn't shoot myself in the head maybe because I like lost my job and I might not. I don't know what to pay. You know, I mean, I would never do that, but like, who knows? You know. Well, I right. mean, 
And uh, then they they messaged me. Well, you know, I'm very sorry about what happened. We just see it differently. I did this so it wouldn't burden you. I'm helping you. I'm helping you, Chris. Okay. What do you? So, I, I want to hear. I'm interested. Hold on, Holly. I mean, I know what okay. you have to say about it. I'm interested what Sarah feels about this. I this. <sighs> If, if everybody had just been on the level all the way through instead of like sometimes we're friends and sometimes it's professional, then yeah. I think the lines would have been clearer. But then because they yeah. knew they were getting this space for free, they had to like friend it up. And then. No, this is like my best friend. Oh, God. Ugh. Supposedly. Mm -hmm. Supposedly. Oh, Lordy, Lordy. Stab twist. Ooh, that's a, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. I, and they're like, and then they're like, you're just seeing it different than I do. I don't. I really don't see it like, different than oh, you do. Oh, you mean with morals? I just don't see <laughs> yeah. it differently than you. So now, now I've got the chip on the shoulder again. Now I'm like, fuck everyone. If you want to come and record, it's like this much money. Yeah, well, if, that's good, though. Yeah. That's no, boundaries, no, and that's good. Yeah. And uh, and then they're like, well, we need to sit down. And then, and then they ended up going and recording with the other person, and they got the fourth, the third, third episode in. And, they, you know, Hope it was worth it. Damn. But like, but like, this is like, you know, and now I'm going back and I don't want to go back to being that shitty human that's like, fuck everyone. I'm going to stomp everybody and I'm going to ruin everybody. I'm going to be the best there is, you know? It's right. like there's room for everyone. And I, and I, and I hate that. I hate that. Because there is room for everyone. There is. But like, really? the company was the same. You said it right before, right before, you know, you were like, you were like, if, if some, if a comedian would come in and do it cheaper quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that another comedian, and that and that that's a shitty. That's like <sighs> because that's because I'm gonna way. tell you like stage time to comedians is like the heroin that God praised that mm -hmm. you know God praised you is like yeah. you know we would do it. I mean, not all of us. Yeah. I I would never like do something to intentionally hurt somebody else to have stage time. That's ridiculous. But here's the other like thing that me like. I don't know. I guess we're just like talking about friendship here, but no, then, we're talking about people who are like we're all artists. We're all artists. Yeah, no, no, no. And but, we can all help each other out, but we don't. We like fuck each other over constantly. Right. So here's the thing: the the Chris situation made me even more mad because there's like a whole other layer that I think we should we could all talk about because I think it's relatable. Mm -hmm. Is like this was like a mutual friend. Yeah. before I had heard, because I'm kind of like, you all know, you guys are all my friends since I've had the baby, I'm a little preoccupied, right? So, like, I'm a little out of the loop on a lot of things. So, before I can even hear what happened or whatever, they make sure to send me a message oh, yeah. to yeah. tell me about it, to, like, beat somebody to the punch. Right. <laughs> to be the first one to tell the story. Yeah. yeah. And I, to me, that just made me mad. I was like, don't do that. Don't do that. If you were legitimately like, oh, I need advice or I need to like vent or I need to like talk it out. It wouldn't have been so gossipy. I, I also don't think, I, th I don't know. Yeah. Like if you're mutual friends with somebody, I think you should have consideration for the fact that you're like mutual friends and like not put somebody in. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and you know, I don't know. For me, it's like it's like I don't know why we have to. For, okay, stop. Here's the thing: fifteen years of doing this show. Yeah. How much money have I made? None. 
Zero. Hemorrhages money. Monthly, I lose money. Joe Rogan, $100 million Spotify contract is a lottery win. Yeah. It is not the norm. You know, podcasting, podcasting for everyone out there, not to discourage you, podcasting is the most, most saturated media that there is right now. It's bad. It's good. Most. Now, you're watching me live on, watching us live on Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube. That is not a fucking podcast. A podcast is where you sit down and you record fucking audio and you post it online and people can stream it or they can download it. That is what a fucking podcast is. I'm so sick of people going, I'm doing a podcast. And I'm like, okay. And like, what cameras do I need to use? Like, what, what, what do you need cameras? <laughs> you need microphones? Yeah, microphones we need. You know, the, I'm, I'm, I hate to burst everyone's bubble. Everyone's done. There, there's there's a lot of like weed podcasts. There's a lot of them, a lot of them, you know. And if you're gonna come out with, the, I'm not saying don't do one because podcasts are fun. Podcasts are great. And I mean, can you break through and like be big? Sure, it's it's it, it can happen. But like right now, it's like literally like going into Hollywood and trying to be an actor. Literally, right. it's all the same shit. And. It's, That's another one of my favorite 30 Rock quotes. It's yeah. like, what is a young prostitute going to start in this town? <laughs> yes. I love 30 Rock. It's so, it's so, yeah. it's, it's satire is so amazing. Uh, but like, I make no money, man, I, I, doing this. Like, people think I do this for a living. I'm like, no, fuck no, I lose money. Like, but that's that's the that's the beauty, and I love it so much. I work so hard at it. It amaz- It is amazing that people think you do this for a living. They do all the time. Oh, like cool. I was at work and I, I ran into someone and they were like, they were like, wow, I didn't know you had a regular job. And I was like, yeah, why would you not think I have a regular job? And they're like, oh, I thought you had like all your like 10 drink minimum money. And I laughed in their face. See, I get the, I get the opposite thing. I'm like, yeah. oh, hey, I'm a background actor. And they're like, oh, cool. What's your day job? Uh, and I'm like, I don't have one. This is all I do yeah. for a living. They're like, that's crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, my grandpa is the cutest and he thinks I'm super famous. Well, you are. You are. Yeah. But he literally tells people that I rub elbows with celebrities. You do. I literally yeah. one time. Not? I literally one time. Literally, literally, and I mean literally, literally. I literally rubbed elbows with Lucy Liu. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like walked by, and I was like, "There's somebody behind me," and I, I like went like shrug, shrug, and then I turned around and I was like, "Oh, it's Lucy Liu. Oh my god, <laughs> that's I'm, great. That's what I love. Okay." That's what I love about doing this. Because I'll I'll meet somebody and my mom will like let people be like, Well, what is your you know, her cousins or whoever? What does your son do? Oh, well, she, you know, he was like hanging out with like, you know, blah blah blah. And like, you know, and it's like, okay. And like you know, we all know here, the more you meet like celebrities, the more you're like, okay, they're just normal fucking people and you just kind of treat yeah. them that way. And they like to be treated that way. That like that's a big thing. I but- accidentally treated Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad too much like a real person oh, and almost hey. lost a PA thing. Have you never heard that story? No. Oh, well, you finish your thing because it's the most embarrassing thing I ever did in my entire life. You like socked him in the face. You're like, you don't treat me like shit, you motherfucker. No, I'm just <laughs> no I um, did boss him around though because I didn't know who he was. So, well, you know what? He probably thought that was funny. Well, yes, he did. So I worked on a show called The After After Party, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the guy who ran it was on Breaking Bad, 
and oh, I had <laughs> I had no I had no time to watch it because now I was he's on Better Call Saul. Yeah, and he got the best room in Albuquerque to do a stand-up show, and I'm so upset. You saw that too. <laughs> I was like, no, not that room. That room's the best room. What's the best room in Albuquerque? Uh, Tableau, the flamenco room in Hotel Albuquerque. It's gorgeous, uh, and it has like it's so perfect for a comedy show. Oh, perfect. All right. Perfect. So perfect. Absolutely perfect. Anyways, um, Please oh, it's okay. So, Stephen Michael Casada, like, oh, we're gonna say his name. All right, okay. cool. Yeah, because I have nothing really bad to say about him. But anyway, so. Oh, he, oh uh, my bad. I was taking a picture. He, uh, so he he had this show and whatever, and I, you know, everybody's making big deal out of Breaking Bad, and I was like, cool, whatever. And then I was also interning to learn how to be like a, I wanted to be a record producer. Um, and that didn't go anywhere, but, um, so I think I met Sarah Kennedy on that show and I like, Oh, how was she? How was she? She So good. And I like harassed her because I wanted to be a comedian. Okay. I heard (laughs) that, but whatever, whatever. (laughs) She was so good. Anyway, I harassed Sarah Kennedy because I wanted to be a comedian. I asked her like a million questions. She was so nice. But anyway, so, okay, Aaron Paul was coming to be interviewed, and I had never seen the show, <laughs> but I lied and would read the reviews that people left and read, like, what people said about the episode so I could make conversation with Steven about the show he was on because it's very insulting to like work for somebody and be like, I don't watch your show that you're on. Well, it was working fine until the assistant director comes up to me and she's like, by the way, I'm also dressed as a pinup girl for context. Okay. Sure. 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 Um, but the assistant director comes up to me and she's like, Aaron Paul is coming in with his best friend and I need you to keep an eye out. I'm going to tell him to look for you. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll be easy to find because I'm dressed like this. Okay. <laughs> so we had a bunch of intern like students from data charter school and um, they were annoying a lot of times. Like I had a door stopper that I turned into a slingshot because I couldn't yell at them. Oh, sure. Uh, you know, they would make out in the halls and I would hit them with rubber bands. Um, so I thought out of the corner of my eye that Aaron Paul was one of these teenage idiots. He's <laughs> quite short. And somebody well, knocked he is, over. He's little, yeah. Yeah. If somebody knocked over. So um, we always had a jar of like peanut M&Ms and um, Brian Cranston was there that night too, and somebody knocked over a jar of peanut M and M's and just left it there. And in my mind, I'm like, Brian Cranston is going to trip on one of these and break his back, and then we're all going to die. You know, <laughs> yeah. Be breaking back. What? <laughs> yeah. That's so good. yeah, they're not Eric marbles. Paul- <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Whenever like someone like Sub Zero throws the ice on the ground, they're like whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. <laughs> I mean, if anybody could pull off tripping on M&M's, it would be Brian Cranston. But right. I look up and there's this guy and this other kid like standing in out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, are you going to help me? You're just going to stand there. There are M&M's everywhere and Brian Cranston is here and Aaron Paul is coming and like, we don't have, I don't have time for your shit. Like, go get a, and he starts kicking M&M's at me and doesn't say anything, right? So 
I walk away, I put the broom away and he goes, hi, um, I'm, are you Holly? And I said, yes. And he goes, okay, I'm supposed to talk to you because I'm on the show tonight. I was like, okay, like, are you like a PA? Like, what are you doing? He's like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm Aaron Paul. My friend cool. and I just Good got in. And Good we're... for you. Good for you, yeah. guy. And I was like, your first oh. name. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I'm so sorry. I made you kick M&Ms at me and called you a moron. And he was like, no, no, no. It was great. It was great. I Did I help? Like, it was fine. And um, to this day, it's the most embarrassing thing. And then I developed a small crush on him because he was so nice. So people would call him my boyfriend. Yeah. When he came to the set, and he once kissed me on the forehead, it was very nice. I uh, I didn't develop a crush on him until <laughs> he did the Need for Speed movie with, uh, what's his name from the first Batman or second Batman, uh, Michael Keaton with Michael oh. Keaton, and then I was like, that movie came out, and people were like, oh, it's crap, and I watched it, and I was like, no, this no, no, is no. actually pretty good. Michael Keaton's the radio DJ in the show. I like that movie, and yeah. uh, that's you know, but I did meet him. I did meet Aaron Paul. And uh, I met him at Burt's Tiki Lounge, the original. That's right. Mm. He was coming out of the bathroom, and someone had thrown a water bottle into the bathroom, and it was the guy in front of me. And Aaron Paul looked at me. He goes, "Did you throw this water bottle in the bathroom?" I was like, "I did not." And then he <laughs> threw it at the he threw it at the wall. I was like, "But can we get a picture?" And I have a picture of, of him in Burt's Tiki Lounge, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like leaning yeah. down to take the picture with him because he is a little guy, but. Yeah, he's so nice though. He was like the nicest. And then I accidentally made fun of um uh what is his name? The guy who um he has he plays the son. RJ Mitty. RJ Mitty. Okay. RJ so Mitty I got to hang out with quite a bit. And we RJ stuck, Mitty we snuck him into a bar when he was twenty. Oh and yeah. uh, he was super fun. He's I have super a really fun. I have a really fun anecdote that I don't think I'll tell on the show for quite a while. <laughs> If if uh, so, we've we've had him we had him on uh, via the phone one time. Oh, he's so he was, cool. He was super cool, but he was supposed to come in person, but he, he couldn't because his mom showed up, and I don't want to say what happened. But oh, I'll say it off so, the air. But uh, it was fun. He came into town and saved our ass one time because um, the I can't remember who canceled, but he actually drove all night, and uh, I thought he was acting uh, on the show with his disability. No, he, he pulled up in a brand new car and he he comes up and I was like, oh, there's beer upstairs because we always had beer with the band and stuff. And he was like, oh, no, I, I don't drink or I'm not drinking. And we were smoking clove cigarettes because he smoked clove cigarettes at the time. And I made the worst joke I could have ever made. And I was like, OK, sure, sure, because he was slurring his words and then he made reference to that on the show and that was another moment that i thought i was gonna get fired but he was totally cool about it yeah he, he didn't really have the the the, the crutches mm -hmm. he does slur yeah he does slur but he does yeah. he did uh, alcohol he likes alcohol but he likes the weed a lot more. oh yeah He's well but smoky McSmoke, yeah. <laughs> yes that's part of the and anecdote it. but yeah that i know oh my god so, uh, and then dean morris set off the fire alarms at the uh Warehouse. That I was heard. Great. I heard, and I'm not gonna say. I heard a lot of stories about that dude. Oh, like yeah. behind the scenes, like crazy. I have lots of stories. I will share. Not interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Like people He's were like, great. he like he played a DE agent on the show. Yeah. Not so much in life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's no. Awesome. Anyway, back to what <laughs> sorry. We were I digress. I digress. <laughs> 
So I, I kind of have questions for Sarah. Like, yeah. So hearing what I said. Yeah. So here's here's a big okay. I guess I'll I'll have more to add. So to me, I don't really feel like this is the community of artists that like. All right, let me hold on. Let me go way back. Okay. Okay. So post COVID has been really tough, and watching downtown kind of transform into this completely different thing after post COVID because it is, it is a different thing. I get invited to like like this one Saturday. I was like at home and I was not going to go out. And my friend was like, "Like, do you want to go to this uh, uh, time killer show?" I'm like, "Where's it at?" It's at uh, this art gallery over on Broadway. Oh yeah, six or six, six or six. And it was one of those moments where I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, that sounds fun. I'll go. Yeah, whatever. Let's go. I thought we were going to just chill on the porch and drink beers and. That's it. And uh, it turned into like a transformative moment. Yeah. I walk in and like the first band is playing and it's like all these like it's it's the artistic underground mm-hmm. people of fucking Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't know about this if you didn't know about this. And it's packed and it is amazing. And the show was like church. Mm-hmm. And I sat there and I stared at the stage and I watched this band play that was like unbelievable you know they're probably making like thirty dollars yeah you know as the the first opener of three band and they're just killing it and people are just like like stunned by how amazing they're and then i'm like afterwards i go on instagram and i'm watching like all these other people at like whatever fucking like event that's been you know you know whatever united whatever you know and i'm like holy shit man i i forgot about how amazing the underground amazing scene can be Mm. and like a lot of this this strife for me are people that are outside of the, the 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 downtown scene actual artists actual people who are struggling every day with a like day job or no, no job, or you know, and they're just and they're, and they're or like, two you know, kids at home. Yeah, and they're not, they're not, they're not like comfortable, and this is just a fun fucking hobby for them. And I'm like, man, I really missed this, like the realness, the fucking hardcore, the like badassness of it. And that was the beginning, and then all this shit happened, and I'm like, you know. Fuck a lot of people. Mm. Fuck a lot of people. If this, if you're a tourist and this is your, like when I say tourist, I don't mean like you're just here visiting the town. If you're a tourist in the art community, if this is just like kind of a thing you're dabbling in, no, no, no. Dilettantes need not apply. No. Put your heart and fucking soul in it, man. Put your life in it. Put your life on the line. And that's where I'm struggling. And like, ah, I don't know. I don't know where I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's just fucking been awful, if that tells you anything. But yeah, you know, you you went to a bigger city and you 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 threw it on the line. You did it. You you did. You did. I mean, what what was the hardness there? What was the? Well, I think, I mean, I I I liked how I was doing in New yeah. York. There was just a bunch of other stuff that was happening that I was like, you know, I don't like Nazis, so I don't want to be around Nazis. And there were yeah. like venues and stuff that were like. 
really struggling with that. And I was like, this shouldn't be a struggle. Like, no. this should be a very easy oh, wow. And so then Kelly and I really had a moment where we're like, if this is going to be like that scene in Cabaret where everything turns and now all of a sudden we're in the last half of Cabaret, I don't want to be wow. in this town for that. No. But right. like the new flags draped down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they were like, uh, oh, God. Uh, yeah. So I just didn't want that. But like I would say every time I felt like I was in like a like a rut or like I needed to like do something, mm -hmm. it was because I wanted comedy to feel like it was in Albuquerque where it was yeah. like it's a loose yeah. consideration for many different types of like scoundrels. You know what I mean? Like it's a yeah. bunch of getting together and kind of being like, we can make something or we can do something. And then yeah. then having it be like a thing where it's like, oh, there's um that we have, we know how to get space. We can just we know who to talk to that would give us right. space. Yeah. We like stone soup, so much art here in Albuquerque, and it's like one yeah. of my favorite things that we're able to do. Yeah. And so like I would I, in in Brooklyn, it's a lot like that out there too. Where sometimes you just have to talk to a bar owner and be like, hey, can I do? It? And then like you get like the people you talked to that week to come and do the mm -hmm. show, and it's funny and great, and whoever comes through comes through, and maybe you get some drink tickets. And I I really liked that, and I, yeah. I there's a way to even do that and build and like bring everybody up with you right and, but it's like sometimes you would get in this like spot where everybody just really wanted to stay exactly where they were or they were like and so then uh -huh. i'd be like well i'm trying to like i'm trying to strive but not murder people you know what i mean like i'm not yeah. trying i'm not a social climber i'm not here to like just like bounce there, from but, people but there are those social climbers yeah and then sometimes it's it, sometimes it's a survival tactic and yeah. sometimes people can get really really far with that so what do you do with yeah. those people i just let them go like they'll come through and then they just go and mm. so then i kind of i'm like Pfft. yeah but you just i've watched them here mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so sarah i have a question yeah. just uh you know i have a hard time with like saying specifically what happened if you want to talk later we can talk about specifics sure. but so you've been in this like you know you've done this in new york you've done this um how what how do you handle if you feel that somebody has done something that if you were in a situation where there was like an hr person or mm -hmm. um or if you know, you have like a boss, they would be called out for, I don't want to say discrimination because that has connotations to it that are, you know, sure. but, you know, I will, right. Like right. I will say that there are certain times in a woman's life where decisions have to be made and they, so like pregnancy, right? Mm -hmm. Decisions have to be made sometimes that you don't want to make and a man could never understand what it feels like to have to make that decision right and um anyway <laughs> how would you how do you handle something like that in comedy because we're not we don't have a boss we don't have an hr we don't have and i don't want to like blast somebody online you know, like, what do you do in that situation? Do you just ignore it and move on? Do you just stop, like, working with that person? What would you do? Yeah, I mean, it's a juggling act. Like, I think that it's it's both. I mean, in New York, it was so easy to just kind of be like, and I shall no longer do shows with this person. And then <laughs> right. just pooch. And, like, but here, <laughs> here it's a little bit harder. Because even if you're like, and I shall no longer be seen near <laughs> <laughs> this person and then all of a sudden it's like oh god they're everywhere um and like they're everywhere yeah yeah and so it, it gets it gets 
really dicey. And so, I mean, I, before I moved to New York, it was one of those things where I would just, in almost every difficult situation, I would just be more wary, but like keep going through things because it meant that I, you know, got to do stage time or whatever, right. but I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I mean, I, now I don't do that anymore. I just really think it's better to just kind of be like, yeah, it's going to be kind of difficult, I guess, but we just can't. I'll tell you, I don't what know, I, that I'll, tell you I'll tell you what I do. Yeah. It feeds me. Like I'm 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 mad right now. <laughs> like, I wasn't mad at first. I was devastated. I was like, my heart was broken. Right. But now, now I'm back. I'm better. I'm gonna stomp you and it's gonna happen. And See, that's how I roll with it. I appreciate that because I feed off that energy. I, feed I can't feed off it, that. Now I can't, I'm mad. I can't make it myself. Yeah. But I'm like, oh. Yeah. Chris is angry. Yeah. I can fucking latch. No, 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 that. no, no, no. When you go, oh, I'm a podcaster, but you actually don't do any of the technical part of it. Good luck. I'm going to fucking stomp you. I'm better than <laughs> you. And I'll take you out. I well, always just tell people I'm on Chris's podcast. Well, I don't you know, know. do any of the stuff Chris does. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the deal. We have a rich, amazing artistic community that is so underappreciated in this town. So underappreciated in the fact that we have like outsiders that are like hobbyists that are rolling in to like fucking try to like be that is kind of like it really fucking pisses me off. And it's like that's why like everybody goes, oh, why do you get so worked up about the first Friday thing? Well, because it's for the first Fridays was for artists. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you went to all the art galleries. It was who's Bob's your uncle. And why do you say bullshit? And fuck you, Bob's your uncle. (laughs) Fuck you. So it was for artists and like you would have because like, you know why? Because people who paint and fucking make art are shit on constantly in our society and don't fucking like, you know, and and then and then like people go, oh, art, you want to be an artist? That's the stupidest idea of your life. And it's like, okay, person who doesn't like art. What did you watch on Netflix all year? Which is fucking art. Right. What did you watch on Hulu all fucking year? Which is fucking art. You know? And it's like first Fridays was like for artists. So you could walk into a gallery and maybe buy their stuff. Mm -hmm. Now it's like people selling t-shirts on the street. Now it's somebody blowing glass. Now it's somebody like hula hooping and wearing, you know, and it's like, it's a, it's a circus now. And you've, you've fucked over all these poor people. I hate to malign the circus arts because right. uh, these are all kind of blown glasses kind of that's totally artistic. It is. It is. But like that can be the something else. Mm-hmm. First Fridays was literally a gallery crawl. Yeah. In every city. Like you, you go to Las Vegas. I've you, gone there you from gallery to gallery. Your green green hat sucks. Your fucking mom sucks. You suck here. I'll just fucking ban you. Fuck off. Done. Done. Bob, Bob's your uncle's a piece of shit and go fucks himself. But um, anyway, I didn't even see what uh, he was just talking trash the whole time. He made fun of Chris's yeah. hat. He made fun of my hat, and that's a terrible idea. Oh. But and like, I just like, I just hate that they've taken this thing that was like pure, and like I could go and like go to different galleries and I could look at someone's like art show that they were setting up and that they put several months of work into i could pretend to myself that i could i could actually yeah. spend four hundred dollars on a piece of art <laughs> no right right but like every once in a while i would buy i'd buy some art and now it's like uh do we lose holly now it's like um you, people are like what, what do you mean about what are you talking about art gallery 
I know, yeah. And they're yeah, like, they're like I'm down there. We were uh, throwing a beach ball around, and uh, we were throwing a beach ball around, and uh, then we ate at the food truck, and then we drank on the street. And it's like, did you go in and look at any of the art? What art? What we art? went and saw DJ at Inside Out. And it's like completely ruined. I don't know. It it does seem to be a bastardization of its original concept. Yeah. And seriously, the last time I went to one, I avoid them now. But the last time I went to yeah. one was just to buy a sandwich from my friend's sandwich shop and to buy a piece of art off the wall that I'd actually already seen and wanted to But were to buy people it. in there actually looking at the art? Fuck no. No. Were they getting sandwiches? They were getting sandwiches. Okay. Well, good for that guy. Sandwich artist. Yeah. Subway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, we've gone way over time, and Bob's your uncle, like, made me mad now. So, <laughs> anyway, like I told you, this was going to be a rough one to be. I, I think this is great. Yeah, right. I think it's good to have honest conversations about it is good to have an honest because I mean, like, you know, I'm like a nice, like, you know, people like I come off like probably as like a really rough person, but I'm really nice. And like, <laughs> if someone's like, hey, I, mean, I need you your help. Come of- like that to me shut the fuck up <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> you son of a bitch but like people take advantage and i'm like so done now and i can't yeah. and it makes me sad about that mm-hmm. like i'm like man now anytime's like uh hey i i have a thing and i'm like well nah, this much money this much money this much money mm-hmm. and then they'll be like I'm not happy with this. And I'm like, well, oh, well, fuck. And now it's got business. And now we've got a fucking, <laughs> I don't know. I've been watching shipping wars and it's like, oh, now, oh no. you know, and then, and then rust to riches. And so, yeah, now here we are. Anyway, fuck Bob's your uncle. <laughs> you just have to compartmentalize, man. It's like BTK, man. Have a family, yeah. have your hobbies mm-hmm. and your passion and then have your mm-hmm. work. I don't agree with that. I feel like there's people who have art as a passion and they can't have a family and they can't have other work. This was and, a man who was a serial killer and managed to keep it under wraps for 30 years, man. That is enough passion. Well, and then he was dedicated like, enough. Here's the deal. BTK was dedicated enough that people stopped being afraid of BTK and people stopped talking about him that he like wrote a letter to the news to be like, hey, remember that serial killer guy? And then he got caught. That's how dedicated to his art he was. So we're talking about talking- today, not the boy band? No, we're talking, yeah. they, they okay. were, they were right. talking about it. Okay. First of all, you, you guys have clearly forgotten about the Zodiac killer who was never caught. Oh, yeah. No, and, I I had a joke about all the serial killers and how I related well, to them. We had a family, too. Mm. <laughs> you get distracted. I had a- I had a joke about serial killers and how I related to them because of their dedication to their art. And Kurt Fletcher told me to kill that joke because it was terrible. So then you like really sought it out and followed it home one night and just pounced on it. And pounced on that joke. I I followed that joke. Yeah, I I learned its patterns. uh, Yeah, no. I, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit uh, like if if you would say like, you know, I'm not saying I have a favorite because that's awful. But like, if there's a serial killer that I'm like like fascinated with, is definitely the Zodiac. Hmm. I oh watched, yeah, I watched that uh, that History Channel show trying to catch the Zodiac, and I found oh, that. Like, and then every time someone breaks a, a part of the cipher, I'm like, oh, <gasps> oh, Chris, oh. me and you should talk sometime about the Zodiac I, killer because I, I had no idea people. you had a fascination. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> we got it. We got him. 
I murder folks <laughs> with the same boots on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. just uh, I have theories about the Zodiac Killer. So uh, I I watched the movie several times. My mom had never. My mom of all people had never seen Zodiac <laughs> the movie. What? And then I made them watch the Zodiac show, and and she was like, I'd never even heard. I was like, you. I was like. How in the fuck have I heard all this? My mom is a murder like aficionado. Yeah, smiley nose. Do you, do you know what a, a fun trick is though? Uh. Tell people they're watching the Zodiac, but then actually put on like Nightcrawler. Oh yeah, <laughs> Nightcrawler is a great film. But it yeah. takes them like an hour to figure out they're watching a different. It movie. is the most confusing X movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Nightcrawler, right? Yeah. You're like, when does he like turn into like teleport? When does he teleport? He was jerk. That is a great joke. <laughs> Nightcrawler is the most confusing Netflix movie I've ever seen. Very good. All right. That's enough. We've fucked it oh, up. Sarah's looking at, at her phone. We're going to pick up Kelly. <gasps> oh. What is she working at now? She's working at Cosmos. Ooh, Kelly and oh, You know what? I didn't even know they had food. Like, I've, so I've gotten have them for years, like DIY shows. And then I went and I was like, man, this food is fantastic. <laughs> So you're right. Oh, the red so chili pulled pork is amazing. No, I got to pick her up. Yeah, they were doing, they're not even usually open on Sunday nights. They had a private event. Oh, Bob's your uncle said fucking uh, Cosmos is shit. Oh, I knew it. I knew fucking he'd come Bob's back. Your uncle. Bob's should, I your uncle. should I unblock him? I don't even have an uncle named Bob. No, I did. <laughs> he did. Passed away. Oh, see, that's even more rude. He was a state policeman. Maybe this is your uncle. I'm like, oh, it could be. Uh, oh, Ariel. He's just. Oh, all right. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Why did he say he's Ariel Hawani? That's the dude from UFC. All right, whatever. Maybe it's him. All right, fine. <laughs> Maybe that's him. cool. Yeah. Happy to all do right. it. Anyway, thank you guys for watching. Uh, this was, uh, you know, honestly, the, you know, interesting how people are like, like literally some of the other day was like, how do you guys write out your scripts for the show? I'm like, we oh. write no scripts after the show. Man, I can't even imagine writing a script after the show. Okay. It would look. Sarah. Yeah. How much script did we do today? Oh man! Well, I I brought five pages and you guys threw them all out. I was like, <laughs> I, like, I, went like no. I was like this. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you lit a dollar bill on fire and then lit the entire script on fire with that yeah. dollar bill. And I was like, take that shit <laughs> and go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, we we. This is so unscripted. People are like, how do you do two hours? I'm like, I I wrote. We one drink a lot of beer and have personal problems. What does it say? Um, Chernobyl. <laughs> no, we didn't even get to it. It's my, it's my new, uh, it's my new password for Facebook. Oh right, oh, right. Chernobyl. I have to, I have Chernobyl one. <laughs> I have to remember what it is. Smiley's really into like people that died but at Chernobyl. The O is the zero. <laughs> zero. <laughs> the L is a one. Um, <laughs> that that was good. I made her laugh. That was really good. All right, uh, Holly Ann, thank you for for calling in or for you know tuning in and being. Oh, thank you for letting me. I get to be with my favorite humans. I miss all of you so yeah. much. Especially, I just I want to hug all of you. I miss you guys so much. Oh, actually, before the show, I just want to throw this out. Smiley was like, "I'm really glad Holly Ann's calling in and not here." Oh, uh, just I kidding. mean, you guys probably are happy. No, really, you guys are probably very happy that I'm not hugging you. It's very fart. It's very farty. Very much here. There's like a magma. There was apparently a, a like cannon that exploded outside. There was a cannon. Oh my god! Something did explode outside. Dude, that was nuts. Where the hell's that? So yeah. All right. You guys are probably happy I'm not there because I smell like milk. So well, <laughs> milk and fart. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, with that, we are. We are. Drink minimum. Minimum.